happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. The morning after has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio and uh, Television Networks. I'm Gabriel Moretzi. We appreciate uh, you joining us. We're in Midtown uh, Manhattan. Joe Ranieri throwing it down in uh, Florida has already been uh, kicking it with uh, Dane Martinez uh, this morning. It will throw it down some more with Joe Ranieri. What up, Joe? What is going on, Gabe? Uh, I'm still counting the money from last night. We made everyone. Yeah, you know what? It was it was a decent night last night. A couple of stumbles along the way. I'd like to tell the Texas Longhorns to go screw themselves. <laughs> and I'm not Jerry Palm. I'm not Joe Ranieri, but they're off the Morenci bubble. Like yeah. the Morenci bracketology. You're gone. You're gone, Texas. Um, like absolutely brutal. And I, I swear, dude, the uh, the Texas Tech barn there, the gym that they play, <laughs> like. They have the loudest. They have the loudest rim I've ever heard in my life. Like I don't know if they have a mic like right there, but as somebody that bet on the over, every time Texas took a shot, it was like, bang, like bang, bang. You know, it really was this like, like it was like they were hitting the side of a garage door, and like I, dude, I was sort of trying to clean up my place a bit because my place is a mess. I'm trying to clean my place up, but I got my back to the game. So I, I didn't even need to know that Texas was missing shots. I could hear it, Joe. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was doing, like, God, you guys doing. suck. Like, it was nothing but bang, clank, 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 clank. Oh. They had like five points, like 12 minutes into the game or something like that. Uh, but K-State was a nice pick. You know what we did last night? It was a nice salvager. I'm a good salvager at the end of the night, actually, usually. Um, I said, you know what? Screw this, man. We're not taking the points with the Clippers. We're going to take the money line. So we got a nice uh, nice plus 145 to wrap the night up, and uh, that beat the account back up last night. That was good. Good call on the Knicks, too. Way too many points there for the Kings. We knew the Kings were going to win, but they weren't going to cover by 11, so that was quality as well. Yeah, that game was up and down, though. That that, yeah. that was all over the place. That was, <laughs> that, 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 was, that was all over the place. All right, uh, we're hanging with Mr. Cooper. Well, not really. Well, Holly Robinson, Pete. We're hanging with Holly Robinson, Pete. Uh, we're sending it to Arizona as well. We're going to talk Arizona Cardinal uh, football. I'm going to rage about the NHL. King Kong Bundy died. Yeah. Sucks. All that and more. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. You know, sometimes it sucks to be right. Uh, yesterday, we started the program. Off. We talked about uh, the singer of Prodigy uh, that passed away. Yet, mm. There's no tragedy with the singer of uh, Prodigy uh, going. Like um, he, offed, uh, he offed himself, but he didn't do it like in a, in a, um, in like a um, depressing manner. Like if you look back, you know, he did, he'd done like a million interviews uh, over the years, and he stated, I like to live life to the max. He goes, when I when I get bored, I'm not going to die old. I'm just going to kill myself. Mm. And he did. Mm. Right? So I'm not shedding a tear for the dude in, in Prodigy. Uh, but then Luke Perry. Uh, Luke Perry. Um, of course, uh, Krusty the Clown's uh, long lost uh, half-brother. Are you comfortable in there, Luke Perry? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Somehow I think of Luke Perry. I think of The Simpsons. That's a great episode. Um, Luke Perry passed away yesterday. And... During game time decisions, and I'm Gabriel Morenzi, uh, Joe Ranieri's in Florida the morning after, but me and Cam Stewart, of course, do uh, GTD radio every day, 4 till 7. And I said, we all know that these deaths come in threes, right? And they do. It's not just like a saying and stuff. It it really is true. So I basically stated, and I didn't want to be morbid, but I told Cam, I said, basically, you know, somebody else famous and another celebrity is going to die Mm. In the next couple of hours, we just don't know who it is. And we wake up this morning, and unfortunately, we find out it's King Kong Bundy. Um, 
Uh, what, what can you say about King Kong Bundy? One of my personal all-time uh, favorites, uh, Joe. Always loved King Kong Bundy. Dude's just a badass. I remember him and Andre the Giant always having those battles back in the WWE days with Jimmy Hart. And he always wore that same damn, like, onesie, uh, you know, suit that <laughs> he had. all he could there. fit into. The, the black one. That was it, yeah. man. It was always that one that he'd choke people out with it. I mean, it was, you know, Bundy was one of a kind, man. And also, from what I understand, off the, out of the ring, like, probably one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. Um. You know what? It turns out he's actually from New Jersey. He's from Atlantic City, mm. and um, you know, pretty, you know, quite the quite the wrestling resume uh, actually. Uh, King Kong Bundy wrestled in the main event of WrestleMania II in 1986, facing Hulk Hogan in a steel cage match mm. for the WWF Heavyweight Championship. And you know, I remember in those days too. They remember they used to have the Saturday Night Main Event on NBC. Yes, and it would be on like maybe. I don't know, like once every, you know, three months or something like that. Or, I don't know, maybe it was maybe it was once a month. I, you, know, I, you know, they had Saturday Night Live on, but, you know, it was like once in a while, instead of SNL, it would be the Saturday Night Main Event. And it would always be from some cool theater or something. And, uh, and King Kong Bundy used to, like, be one of the mainstays in those days. You know what I mean? Like, if you had a big TV card, you had King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant... You know, Volkov and the Sheik. Like King Kong Bundy's right up there with uh, with all the true legends. And it's it's sad. You know, WrestleMania is actually in New Jersey this year at MetLife uh, Stadium where the Giants and Jets play. And King Kong Bundy was set to appear there. That sucks. Like one last hurrah, man. You know, in his backyard. It's taken away from him. But the last time I saw King Bundy was, um, uh, you're not going to believe this show, is the halftime of a uh, Montreal Alouette Canadian Football League game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, they love wrestling in Montreal. And um, <laughs> and the Alouettes, it's cool. Like, their halftime show, uh, there's Bobby the Brain and Mean Gene. They're all gone now, right? Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I, I just got chills. They're I all gone, Heenan's those three. Gone too. I think Heenan's gone also. Yeah, I think Bobby the Brain recently. passed away. Yeah. Wow. And Bobby the Brain was awesome. He, he was promoter. just so good. Yeah. I just realized, like, uh, the Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, Rob Ford's brother, <laughs> looks like it looks like Bobby DeBray. They <laughs> look like Butler. And me and Gene, too, man. It's a, That's an era gone, that's gone, man. It's oh, hard yeah. to believe. Uh, yep, it's a great era. So, yeah, yep. so I saw King Kong Bundy, and it was real cool. Like, so halftime, they basically they roll out a ring at halftime, and they put it in the middle of the football field. And uh, King Kong Bundy fought like the Rougeau brothers, like two of them. Wow. And um, King Kong Bundy lasted, bro, like basically about, I don't know, man, like three minutes. (laughs) It took him, it took him like 10 minutes to get to the ring. Yep. Like they, he came out of like one of the tunnels on the football field. And like, <laughs> it took him forever like, to get there. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, guys, you should have thought this out better. Like, yeah, uh, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, like get a golf cart for him, or like yeah. I like I don't know, like it was just funny. Like King Kong Bunny, yeah. he's making faces at everyone, but he's taking him forever to get to the ring. He gets to the <laughs> ring and he wrestled for a couple of minutes and then he got out. He that just got it. out and walked out. He started leaving again. Everyone's just booing, throwing cups at him and stuff. 
Well, did he have a move? Was there one? Uh, was there a famous move for Bundy? I don't remember. Was he? Uh, no, I don't remember he, any sort of like uh, splash or anything like that. Yeah, I don't remember. Was he it just a splash? People. Like I, I remember, like, splash, yeah. like he used to do the old, yeah, like, the old fat guy dive bomb on top dive, of you. Right. Okay. I don't know if it had a name. Sean says it might have been the splash. <laughs> that could have been because he certainly made one, a little cannonball that. Uh, yeah, that yeah he was it says here. Uh, with Don Morocco's help, I love Don Morocco. That was a classic. Yeah, Don Morocco's help, King Kong Bunny repeatedly gave Hogan avalanches and big splashes. Yes. Which caused Hogan to have severely bruised ribs. <laughs> Bundy demanded a match and claimed Hogan was afraid of him, <laughs> setting that up the feud. Awesome. That is awesome. They agreed that to a steel cage match mm. at uh, it's the main event at WrestleMania 2. Yeah. Uh, that's some hardcore stuff, man. Yeah. And like, that was, that's the definition of characters, man. That's what Vince McMahon is, uh, has always been amazing at creating these characters and telling their stories, just b- letting us all buy in, even though we realize what it's all about. It's unreal. Well, these guys were just themselves. Like, and you know, they're sort of raw mm. and, now, you know, wrestling, it's it's so polished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the production is polished. The outfits are polished. The wrestlers are polished. Yeah. Everything is just so freaking polished. You know, King Kong Bundy is just a fat guy from Atlantic City that made mean faces. Right? That's it. Like, That's people it. love that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'd rather that. Like, I don't... I don't really care for, oh, look how ripped this guy is. Or, oh, look at that. You know what I mean? I like the villain. I like the character. Yep. You know, I'm liking a character. Like King Kong Bundy, dude. Like I said, the guy nearly had a heart attack walking to the ring. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, like people were booing and like, you know, they were like, ah, oh, what a ripoff. King Kong Bundy, man. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, like the guy, like that's all he could do. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what, what he probably he told him do? before, I'll go in there, give you what I can, right. and then I'll just walk out and quit and everyone can yeah. boo me. Right? <laughs> He's not going to be Jimmy Superfly Snugger from the top turnbuckle, man. It's just not going to happen. That's, uh, that wasn't what you were getting with him. But still, for as big as he was, still a pretty damn good athlete, man, to uh, to go through the, the matches he went through. Now, um, what do you think, what do you, think uh, you have a better life expectancy uh, doing, Joe? Being a, a mob rat snitch or being a wrestler? <laughs> well, how old was he, 61? Like, yeah, six, 61, which actually isn't bad for wrestling. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you consider his weight as well, right? Yeah, he was a big dude. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, wrestling, dude, they lie more than colleges do with size and weight. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Combat, combined weight, 750 pounds. I'm like, come on, guys. You're not both yeah. 375. Like, yeah. like uh, what do they say the big show is? They say the big show is like 7-4 or something. Mon- yeah, but he ain't seven. What do they claim the Bigfoot is, Sean? I don't. He's not really seven feet. No. I actually no. met the Big Show. I'll give him six, 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 seven type thing. I was. Uh, I'll never forget. I was. He's a big uh, dude, tra- though. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. He's not the- seven three. <laughs> no, that's he's what I'm not saying. Seven, three. Dude, he, they he's- listed him as seven three. And what do they really list him at? Like how, how much? Like five hundred pounds, four fifty or something? You gotta be every. Yeah. Every ounce. Dude, I saw the guy sit in a normal seat on a plane. Yeah. That, that he wasn't yeah. comfortable. <laughs> no. No, but they did have his listed weight as, uh, as something like 450 pounds. But well, have you seen the big show? Close. I met him in Miami, actually, on a plane. Uh, that's where I met him. Yeah, he wasn't taking up two seats. 
Love reminiscing about old school wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Big Show, 500 pounds. As if. Yeah. <laughs> biggest dude I ever saw was The Undertaker. That was the biggest guy I've ever seen. The Undertaker's scary in real life, too. Yeah, like really scary. <laughs> <laughs> Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. You are playing MLB DFS on DraftKings or FanDuel. Daily Roto will help you hit your first home run as the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package is now live. Lineup alerts and weather updates, they've got you covered. How about fantasy projections? They've also got you covered. Lineup optimizers to compete with the pros. 
Yeah, they've got you covered there as well. You can save 10% on MLB DFS advice with an early bird special promo code FNTSY. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package only at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% early bird discount today. The morning after. Uh, continues on Fantasy Sports uh, Radio and Television Networks. I'm Gabriel Morenzi, uh, Joe Ranieri, throwing it down in Florida. We're in Midtown Manhattan. Holly Robinson Pete uh, will join us uh, later on, as will uh, Bob McNaman, Arizona Republic. I like his Twitter, as Bob. <laughs> Arizona <laughs> Republic, as Bob. Uh, as Bob on Twitter covers the Cardinals. Uh, we'll talk some NFL uh, football, but I think it's worthy to uh, pay tribute to uh, King Kong Bundy uh, this morning. Off the top of the program, and you know, I'm seeing people on Twitter, people in our chat are talking about how like uh, King Kong Bundy actually scared them as kids at a wrestling event. And you mentioned The Undertaker, and um, I used to go. I've gone to wrestling. I haven't gone in like a long time to a wrestling mm. card, like literally, probably like 20 years type thing. Uh, no, 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 not 20 years. Because the last time I went, uh, I had Chris Jericho on the show, and he gave me tickets, and I went. So it was about. 17 years, 15, 16 years ago, whatever. It's been, it's been a long time, but I used to go a lot. I used to come to Montreal a lot, like mm. on Friday nights, on Sunday afternoons. There used to be a, like two pay-per-views a year. So I used to go all the time, and we'd get like really hammered, Joe, and like always sit really close and like heckle people and run our mouths and like, <laughs> you know, just act like jackasses, uh, basically. I yep. paid for my ticket. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> so, best part about it yeah so like we used to like run our mouths all the time or you'd see dudes you're like man that guy ain't so big in real life or you know what i mean yep. the undertaker was was like the only there was only a few dudes psycho sid was another one psycho sid vicious i don't know if you remember him like wow, dude, he came wow. out we were standing right there and i was like holy crap man this guy looks yep. insane and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My buddies just shut the hell up. Like we didn't say anything. We just walked down, go man. By. Keep it down, man. Yeah. Who's a Undertaker? Man. Uh, Undertaker, same thing, guys. Can you get uh, Joe's volume up here? I'm having a hard time hearing Joe. Uh oh, can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. All right. Volume seems a little low though. Can we get Joe cranked up here? Man, I got some pictures of Psycho Sid Fishes here. I'm gonna try to get up for you, dude. This dude was just scary looking. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, so Sid Fishes. Oh, yeah. I mean, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a psychopath. Psycho Sid. Yeah. Psycho Sid is a big, big dude. It doesn't look like a Reuter at all. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, not at oh, all. Oh, no. Um, listen, I we can, we can reminisce about these old old school wrestlers all day. You know, but those, I liked all the bad guys as a kid. You know what I mean? You know, that, that was my deal. I, li- I liked the bad guys. Like, yeah, you know, I always liked the bad guys. Like, when I went to their psycho, Sid, yeah, real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Needles? Yeah, yeah but, like, Holy I think he's crazy in real life. Like, that's the thing. Like, these old guys, like, like I said, nowadays, they're all athletes and entertainers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a business, and they go through training, and you know what I mean? Like, it, it takes a while to get to the WWE. In the old days, you just had these psychopaths that were massive dudes, like, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is uh, Ken Patera. Mm. Oh, Shaq, can we get a picture up of Ken Patera? But Ken Patera, not like a major star or anything. 
Uh, I think he might have been like Mr. Olympia or something, though, once. <laughs> wow, what a classic here. Yeah, Ken Patera. The thing is, dude, like Ken Patera used to beat the crap out of people in hotel bars like every night. Like he was a psycho. Like if you look it up, like he threw someone through a plate glass window in a hotel once for like asking for an autograph or something. How dare he? Yeah, like Ken Patera was like a little imbalanced. Like in the old days, the wrestlers were like, you know, whack jobs. King Kong Bundy would seem like a nice guy. He sort of had that baby face, but he put the mean face on, right? But it's amazing. We were kidding earlier about like, you know, yeah, here's Ken Patera. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of him. <laughs> yeah. He's actually a short dude, too. Yeah, it's just a beast. I loved I loved all those like bad guys. Big John Studd, Ken Patera, Don Morocco. Yeah. Uh Mr. Fuji. Or Mr. Somebody Fuji bu- throwing the powder in your face. That was the best. I had uh, how about the Ugandan giant Kamala oh, yeah, yeah. too was another one. Uh the real classic too, Abdullah the Butcher. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> I gotta see if I can find a picture. That was like wrestling, dude. He'd bust out a fork and start jabbing your <laughs> forehead with a fork. <laughs> like if you did that now, like they'd sue Vince McMahon. Oh, like, no, yeah, I can't. was performing on Monday Night Raw and somebody like jabbed a fork into my forehead. Like, <laughs> Vince would be like, that's wrestling. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah. Those, yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper was great, too. Piper's Pit. Yeah. Piper's Pit was awesome. Uh, yeah, but I liked all those bad guys, like Big John Studd. Yeah. Um, you know, the Iron Sheik. Iron, and it's amazing, isn't it? So. We're kidding the around. The sheik like, is still going strong, yeah. too. Like, you're better yeah. off being a mob snitch, and you're going to live longer. Yeah. Like, than a wrestler, except if you notice, like, um, look at, like, uh, Scott Hall, uh, a.k.a. Mm. Razor uh, Ramon. Hey, yo. <laughs> He's the best, yep. too. The two-pick. <laughs> it just gets me every time. Remember the superstar like, Billy Graham? It's just like a comedian where, like, every time, like, like, that guy, like, he could do it till the day he dies. Come in with the swagger and drink. Hey, yo, flick the yep. toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too good. But, Easy. dude, the guy's the biggest train wreck in real life. Yep. Like, he wakes up drunk. I don't know if he's, he's sort of sobered up a bit now. We wish him the best. But, like, Scott Hall is, like, insane. Jake the Snake, like, the guy's lived hard. Dude, the Iron Sheik's probably doing a line of blow right now. Oh yeah. Like I, me and Cam, there, we used to be, uh, we used to be on uh, the Score Television Network. All right, now it's just the Score app. The network doesn't exist anymore. Um, so we, me and Cam, used to be on his network, and they had this big street party. It was insane, dude. It was like twenty thousand people on the street in Toronto. Okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, and basically, you know, we got blasted, all right? So it was basically like Woodstock or something, except they were, they're like, hey, guys, we're on TV later, right? So, like, we're all backstage, like, pounding drinks back and stuff. And it's like 11 in the morning, man. And we're appearing with the Iron Sheik, all right? So we meet the Iron Sheik. It's like, it's literally like 10 in the morning, Joe. Like, I'm not exaggerating. It's like, and, you know, the show is like at five and night, going to the nighttime. We're all excited. It's supposed to eat breakfast. Like, hey, we're meeting the Iron Sheik. We're going to eat breakfast and meet the other wrestlers and his MMA fighters, all these celebrities and stuff. <laughs> so me and Cam sit down, and Iron Sheik goes, uh, hey, he goes, uh, the Sheik need Crown Royal. 
And uh, Cam's like, uh, you need some Crown Royal, Sheik. And Sheik's like, I need Crown Royal now, bad. So I never forget, it was the funniest thing, there was a bar there, Cam gets up. Hey, we need some crowns ASAP for the Sheik. <laughs> so we get a couple of shots of like, we're doing Crown Royal, we're drinking, and we get the look, right? Like, you know, our guys are like, guys, it's a little early, right? And we're like, come on, it's the Iron Sheik, what are we going to do here, right? Well, you know, so we start drinking with the Sheik, man. Sheik gets blasted. Then the Sheik starts pointing at his nose, Joe. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, yeah. he's like, Sheik, uh, Sheik need line. <laughs> yeah. So his managers come flying over. They're like, whatever you do, do not get him cocaine. Yeah. They're like, you guys give me a, like, don't do it. They're like, it's going to end badly. Like, they're like, he's going to get really crazy, man. Like, don't do this. Don't do this. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't even know where to get him anything. Like, you know, right away, people are like winking at the Sheik. I got you, Sheik. I got you, right? Like, yeah, no, we got you, man. We got Let's uh, just see like, what happens. The Sheik was a total wreck, dude. Like, I don't even, like, I think he stumbled on the stage for like 30 seconds of the show and like stumbled right off. Like, uh, about right. Yeah, so, yeah, partying with the Sheik. Love those old school dudes. Um, the guy I don't like and I still don't like to this day, I saw a video of him the other day and is Shawn Michaels. Never liked the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Never. I, I don't like those sort of like, oh, look at me. You know, the, the guy's grinding and stuff like that. I like the villains, the bad guys. Oh, yeah. yeah Paul Ondorff. I hate yeah. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels blows. Yeah. Like, to this day, Shawn Michaels sucks. You were part of the Montreal Screwjob, too. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. You know, me and my buddies terrorize Shawn Michaels. You know, Shawn Michaels got his neck broken in a bar fight in Syracuse. Did he? Yeah, so... Me and my buddies chanted, Syracuse, Syracuse, all night during his match. He's <laughs> looking over like it was. Yeah, we, we, we used to go hard at these guys. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, rest rest in peace. Yeah, Jim Cornette. Yeah. Jim Cornette with the stupid tennis. Unreal. I think he's threatening people with a tennis racket. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. All right, Nikolai so, uh, Volkov, the Sheik, all that whole crew, man. Was he? He, he just passed away too uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, let people in on a little secret. He wasn't really Russian. Yeah, no, he wasn't. <laughs> it's actually Yugoslavian though. I mean, yeah, it, it was close. No, people but, didn't ask questions though. All right, so yeah, we'll wrap up the wrestling talk. But rest in peace, King Kong Bunny. You the man. Yes. You the man. And uh, last thing about wrestling. So Ronda Rousey, UFC champion. Uh, of course, in the WWE now. She's got, like, a feud going with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty hardcore, man. Like, basically, uh, Becky Lynch put, like, Ronda Rousey's husband's face on the uh, tip of a, a fake penis on Twitter. Mm. And talked about her husband. Ronda's like, uh, I don't care about the company. I don't care about the script. Next time I see you, I'm going to murder you and beat the crap out of you. Mm. But, WrestleMania is around the corner. They're just raising it up a notch. <laughs> Love it. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure, sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It is different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's a lot of people saying, holy crap. I can't believe we just went. We went about 40 minutes with Russ. And chat's blowing up, though. Twitter's blowing up. This is talking about Raven. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't it the Boston Crab? Wasn't that his, like, what, what was his yeah, moving? He did the, uh, the right. camel clutch. The camel clutch. <laughs> that was it right there. Oh, my word. Yeah, the, camel, the camel clutch. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I don't know if you can, uh, Sean. Um, you know, if you can't get the tweet, um, you know, there's show a little tweet of the tweet war. So somebody's saying, yeah, Ronda Rousey went off last night. And I got to tell you, look, I'm 48 years old, dude. And like, I don't believe anything. Like, I, I'm like Trump. I think everything's fake news, except I think he's fake news, too. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, you're the king of it, the fake. Like, you know what I mean? The dodge. That's why you know it, because you're the, he's like a wrestling promoter. Right. So listen, I'm, my trust level is nothing. Like, I don't believe anything about anything. 
Like, if you tell me there's a fire somewhere, I'll be like, ah, yeah, why did you set it? You know what I mean? Like, I believe there's an agenda behind everything, but even me, I'm like, man, I don't know. Is this, this part of the, is this part of the bit with Rhonda and this Becky Lynch shit? Because, you know, when you're talking about husbands and you're, you're talking about sleeping with another chick's husband and, and, you know, Ronda Rousey is a little bit unhinged in real life as well. But I guess, really, this is where we're at right now. If you got to sell something to wrestling, I guess you got to raise it up a notch in 2019. Amen. <laughs> it's got me interested. <laughs> it's got, it's got, Whoa. it's got me interested. Damn. One of the smartest wrestlers uh, in the world is actually Raven. And I used to have Raven on as a regular on the show. And um, so Raven, like, he's literally a genius. Like, Raven's IQ is like 148 or something like that, which is pretty, I'm, I'm not kidding. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the the member, what's the uh, the membership for uh, for geniuses? Menza? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's a member. <laughs> oh, damn. No, I'm telling you, like, he, he really is, like. He's like the guy, like basically. So, the, 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 you know, like he was legitimately crazy though. Like he was so smart, but he really liked to push the envelope. Like he nailed himself to a cross once. Oh damn. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he like he he nailed himself to a to a cross. <laughs> like CBS executives were at the at the show, and they were trying to sell it to CBS. And he comes up with this bit about, like, yeah, nail me to a cross and carry the cross in and stuff. So I had him on the show, and he's talking to me about it. And he goes, you know, and for the record, Raven is Jewish, right? So you know, he can get away with this. So I said, man, it's pretty hardcore, Raven. You know, you nail yourself to a cross and stuff. I can understand why, you know, Paul Heyman was so mad. He goes, Gabe, I swear to God. He goes, uh, the plan was to nail myself to a star David, but... It was too awkward to get guys to carry me nailed to the star into the ring. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so he not only was he not regretful about it, he said, no, no, I actually wanted to do a Star David. He goes, I am Jewish, but because I wanted to do a Star David, and it would really would have freaked people out. Um, I, 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 it was great interviews with Raven. Well, last thing about this, Raven told me. So, like, Raven, if you if you look him up, Joe, like, Raven used to have, like, you know, like, fluorescent lights smashed over his head. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he'd be the old, like, thumbtack match stuff. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Like, they'd spread, like, the, the ring and thumbtack. Like, you name it. Like, you know, like, Raven was, like, one of the hardcore wrestlers at the time. And I asked him, I said, man, I said, I saw you the other day, Raven. I said, you got hit over the head with a chair, like, 17 times in a row. <laughs> and I said, you know, and you fell on a bunch of glass and light bulbs and stuff. And I said, what's the worst injury you've gotten and stuff? And he goes, ah, to be honest, he goes, all that stuff with the tacks and the glass in the back, it's not that bad. He goes, Gabe, it's, uh, he goes, it's the little things. He goes, the ropes. <laughs> you never think about this, Joe. He goes, the ropes are the worst. So he gets hit over the head with fluorescent light bulbs. <laughs> he gets people <laughs> slamming thumbtacks so they're sticking in his back. Yeah, he doesn't like being thrown into the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. He's like, the ropes really hurt your back. And uh, the other thing he goes, people step on your finger a lot, your hand. <laughs> really? Yeah, he goes, it's not the slamming. It's not, he goes, it's the little things. And I swear to God, a couple other wrestlers told me this too. He goes, it's little things. Yeah, look. So basically, so yeah, so Becky Lynch, 
Bucky Lynch says uh, something about her arm bar. And Ronda Rousey says on Twitter, says your arm bar is meaningless. It doesn't do anything. It's just for show. And it looks like you're holding a penis. And she responded with like, yeah, you mean your husband's penis? And she puts uh, <laughs> Travis Brown's head on it. Hey, it's got me interested. All right, when's WrestleMania? Yeah. Sign me now up. Now you got me. You got me hooked. Yep, you got me hooked. Travis Brown is such a low life too. Yeah, uh, guys, guys, a dumbass. Like I'm on team. Uh, I'm on team uh, Lynch here. <laughs> I'm on. Awesome. Uh, I'm on. I'm on uh, team. Uh, I'm on team Lynch here. So yeah, WrestleMania is down the street actually at uh, at MetLife. It is right. When is that? That's um. It's it's. I think it's the Sunday before the 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 Monday of the national championship game. Damn. Listen, I've never been to a WrestleMania in my life before. It takes me 11 minutes if there's no traffic in an Uber to get there. It's one of these deals. I, I might as well just get it. If I don't go to this WrestleMania, I'm never going to a WrestleMania. Now would be the time to do it, man. It's right around the corner. So if you don't do it now, you're not doing it. And my my deal is WrestleMania is freaking long. All right, like it starts. Like Sussman's a big wrestling guy. Like how long's how long is WrestleMania? Set? It's literally like what six hours type thing. It starts at like five, goes to eleven. So yeah, so the pre-show starts at five. Ooh. And honestly, oh. WrestleMania is kind of freaking midnight, dude. It's like seven freaking hours long. Too long. It's wait. So I've actually been to three WrestleManias at this point. Um, two when they were much shorter back in like the 90s and the early 2000s. I went to the last one at MetLife Stadium, which was 29, and it was good. But like by the time like, the big matches start at you know 10 o'clock or whatever, you're exhausted. Yeah, you're burnt out. Yeah. Burnt out. The better bang for your buck, man, is is NXT. It's Barclays. Like yeah, Friday I know, night. I know. It's, it's cheaper. It's like two hours easy. And it's but that Monday blast. Night Raw after yeah. WrestleMania is always banging, right? That's at Barclays. SmackDown on Tuesday will be at Barclays. Like. That's where you want it. Yeah, go. but I want to see the spectacle. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course, of course. And you, haven't yeah. done it, and you haven't done it yet. No, and my deal is, too, I already have a plan, Greg. I'm just going to go to the FanDuel Sportsbook. You like this show? <laughs> I'm going to go to the FanDuel Sportsbook in the afternoon. Love this. Get absolutely wasted drinking at the book, betting on sports. Yep. I'll let the wrestling start. You know what I mean? At five. Yeah. Right around like seven or eight, I'll cruise in. And I'm going to accept going in that I'm not staying. You know what I mean? Right, of course. It's like I'm going in from seven to ten. You know, type thing. So you're gonna be. You're it's gonna, mindset. You're, you're gonna miss Ronda Rousey then. No, no, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll yeah, be. So back. you gotta I get, get there an, for that. I could be back home. I get an Uber. I could watch it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But when do they? Let me ask you. This is the most important question. When do they stop selling booze at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That'd be silly if they ever do, right? I, yeah. I do that. I, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, it's game. sort of like like a but, football game right, right. is like. A, I don't know. It's like the. I don't think it's like baseball where they cut you off at the seventh inning, or or football where it's like at the end of the third. I, I don't. I don't really have any recollection of that. This is something we need to know. I can look. That yeah, up. this yeah, is an important can, question. Like, I'll get the research department on. Yeah, you get the research. Yeah. Like, you find out the uh, the Because let's be real, Joe. Like. Yeah. I'm not going to WrestleMania to drink uh, Pepsi and eat popcorn. To be cut off. Yeah, no, no to be no, cut no. off. That's, you no, got to no. be wasted no. if you go to wrestling. <laughs> no, you got to pick a two-hour block that you're like, all right, whatever happens in this two hours, I'm in. And then after that, I'm the hell out of here. I got to go. You know what I mean? I'm done. Just pick a two-hour stretch. Do you get, do you're you get good. intoxicated? Like, um, or like, not, I'm not saying wasted, but... At, at sporting events, like, do you do you drink when you go to a sport? Do, like, can you not drink if you go to a sport? Like, how do you approach going to I, a game, Joe? 
I would not go to a sporting event if I was planning on doing it uh, on, on any sort of sober level. I just don't understand the purpose with that. So, no, I, so yeah, uh, you're, you're the type of guy, if you're going to a football game, you're getting blasted, right? I'm I, yeah, well, I'm not blasted, but I can. I'm definitely gonna have a. Uh, I'm gonna have a couple of drinks in me to have and have a good time and uh, and make fun of people. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there there is definitely going to be. I I've never been a guy that just you, you know you're never carrying me out of the place, Look, but I will definitely have a few drinks and have a good time with it. Yes. For me, basketball, basketball, I can go not drunk because it's it's two and a half hours. It's quick. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll blaze a few. I'll go. I'll eat some pizza at the game. I'll have money on the game. I'm cool with that. There's no way in hell I'm sitting in a and I'm going to a football game, taking two hours yeah. to get to a stadium, sitting in the parking lot, in and out, sitting right. in a stadium for three and a half hours with a bunch of waste case psychopaths and not being a waste case psychopath. Exactly. Like yeah. I don't go the, to football games sober. Like I, I tailgating is a different any event that requires you to tailgate and get there hours earlier. You're not doing that without a few drinks in you. It's just not happening. <laughs> this is a good poll question. Yeah. Well, like what sport can you go see? Like not like you go to a hockey game. Hockey, you don't listen. I used to cover hockey and not be drunk, and I didn't mind it. I'd say football is the king. Like you can't be like being like it sucks being around drunk people to begin with. Like, you yes. don't want to be like, if you're sober, you don't want to be around drunk people. If you're sober in a football game, you're surrounded by 84,000 drunk people. Yeah. Like, you you feel have at home. to be drunk. <laughs> yeah. And it depends on where the seats are, too. It depends on how you're going. I mean, if you're going to a hockey game and you're sitting in a box, you're probably down, you know, you're getting a six or an eight and you're like, all right, we're good to go here. But it depends on how you're going to the game and where you're sitting as well. Yeah. I got to tell you, they, um, I don't know what it is. Like, um, everywhere I go now, I order, I'm like, yeah, give me a vodka and orange juice. They're like, uh, just a single. It's like, yeah, words exactly. out, I'm buying doubles. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Words Not out. to mention, it costs a small fortune to drink and get loaded at a at a NBA or NHL game anyway. You better be you better go in there pregame a little bit. Yeah, no, no, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, no kidding. <laughs> Your double just cost you $38. Oh, yeah. Some, some man, wow. Like, uh, New York Giant games are pretty expensive. Like I, I was doing a double. I think it was in the twenty-eight buck range, like oh, you said. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. It was like thirty bucks a drink. When I was going. Yeah, we have in uh, we have here at Dolphin Stadium. There's an actual live nightclub. It is of course, you know, it's a big nightclub in in South Beach, but they actually have one inside the stadium. And you can't go and watch a football game in there because it's you can't even tell there's a football game going on. I mean, it's bottle service. It's it might nightclub as well be in the stadium. It's a nightclub in the stadium that is in the uh, in the visitors end zone that overlook. But nobody's watching the damn game. Everyone's in the club. The music's pumping. You know, nobody's oh, so in there. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's watching. Yep, nobody is watching. That it sounds is, pretty it, South Beaches to me. Yeah. It is exactly South Beach inside Dolphin Stadium, and every drink is like 80 bucks. I mean, they got bottles here. You can, in order to get a couch, you got to spend five grand in order to be able to even get a bottle over there. So what are the dolphins doing now too? Like, so we Tannehill's we up for sale. Yeah. So we're here in Tannehill to Washington, right? Maybe mm-hmm. the Washington Redskins, Tannehill, how many years do you have left on a contract? Is this it? There's a one this or two was years. It. Yeah, this was it. So he is, um, they had signed him uh, good through the end of this year. They already said they weren't signing him. So I believe they're off the hook for his contract as of this point. Yeah. So um, Tannehill could be like a one year fix uh, for the um, a one year fix. Well, no, they're working on a deal. So I think yeah, they'll restructure. 
Yeah, he's got one year left. I I believe it's one year left, but I'm not I'm not sure. It's same with Dalton. Like Dalton's got a year left. There's a couple of guys like uh, you know the Flacco's only got a year left. Yeah. But Tannehill to Washington would just be sort of the a Washington thing to do. Um, yeah, that that may be. I would rather Teddy Bridgewater if I was if I was Washington. I I don't I don't know what the reluctance is for with teams with Ted Bridgewater. Maybe they don't think he can stay healthy. Uh, but you know the Miami Dolphins. I would imagine they're not getting Kyler Murray. They're not going to no. be. He's not going to be there. But one of these other guys will be. Yep. One of the other quarterbacks will be, and you know the Dolphins are going to have to uh, address this and move forward. At some point. All right, level two, around the corner. We'll get into this Lakers stuff. And, oh, yeah, I want to talk about this NHL playoff format that sucks, rocks. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
after. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. Oh, yeah, by the way, Ryan Tannehill's cap hit, 26.6 million this year, by the way. 26.6 million. Wow. 30 years old. Where are they going to put it? They, the belief around the league is that he's a backup talent with a starter's price tag. I, I would think at 26.6, there might be a little restructuring going on there. That's crazy. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, I would imagine so. Um, mm. Wow, that's, that's, that's a lot of money. He's a backup. So is Bortles. The Only Ryan, Bortles is 26. Makes that much more than, than Tom Brady does even. Exactly. Well, that's Brady just... takes those sweetheart deals from the Patriots. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, because Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott was asked, too, like, if he would defer. They were talking about Tom Brady, and he had a good point. He said, I'm not married to a, a hundred millionaire supermodel like he is. <laughs> <laughs> a little shade there. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Giselle actually has more money than Tom does somehow. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she does. She's raked it in. She's got, like— Is she uh, still raking it in? I mean— She's her net her now. net worth is more than her than his. One of the, the rarities. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if she's got a clothing line. I don't know what her deal is. I don't know. We're too busy talking about King Kong Bundy to know what's going on with with Giselle. It's a better conversation. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, we haven't even gotten into the Lakers. The Lakers free fall continues. What are you going to say at this point in time? Well, we'll hit it. At, we'll hit it at level two. But Luke Walton's all but done. LeBron looks like he wants to shut it down uh, right now on his own and. Um, the, the NHL general managers, I guess, the, where are they meeting? I think they're meeting in your neck of the woods, Joe. I think they're in Florida. Mm. Let's see, gen, NHL general managers meeting, owners meeting, whatever. But um, the story I saw was basically uh, there's no negotiating. Uh, that the playoff mm-hmm. format is not being discussed. Here it is. Playoff format not up for debate at NHL GS, NHL GM's meet. Uh, yeah, Boca Raton. Yeah. Every year when the calendar flips to March, the groaning and grumbling grows a little louder as the playoff picture comes into focus. Um, but despite the complaining, it's not on the agenda. Colin Campbell says, executive vice president. It seems like it's all over, but the crying right now for the Los Angeles Lakers and their fans, who uh, the Lakers actually um, got booed off the floor from uh, last night in Los Angeles. And I tell you what, this isn't what uh, they signed up for when LeBron James uh, came there. But you know what's amazing to me about this? It's it's like rinse and repeat with LeBron and everyone around him in the sense that people like Brandon Ingram, right? Like Brandon Ingram's a good young prospect. Mm. Kyle Kuzma, people like Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a good player. Yet when it's all said and done, There'll be no blame on LeBron, very little. Maybe a few people in the media will, but LeBron James is the king of media manipulation, and he is the king of scapegoating, in which LeBron basically constantly just sort of leaves the impression that everybody sucks, right? His facial expressions, well, it is, you know... So he he builds this insular bubble around him that everybody else, everyone else is to blame. It can't be me. I'm LeBron James. Instead of looking at yourself in the mirror, LeBron, and stating instead of maybe trying to show up a bunch of kids that you're clearly larger in stature then, maybe you actually help them. Maybe instead of being a jerk to Luke Walton, you could have talked to him and said, you know what, this is what I think we can do to be a better basketball team. 
That's not who he is, though. That That's not who he is. I tell you what, like, you look like um, these players aren't as bad as everyone makes. I mean, they're bad because LeBron James is intimidating them, trying to trade them. Everyone in the room knows that Luke Walton has no juice whatsoever with LeBron James. And Magic Johnson and Palinka let this happen. It's a disaster in Los Angeles. A train wreck. Hit that and more. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Oh, 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 right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O'Rewards points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really worked. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network. I'm Gabriel Morenci. Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri in Florida. 
the guests are uh, booked for the uh, second half portion of the uh, the program today. Uh, we were supposed to have Leslie Vis- Visser on the show, actually, uh, this morning as well, but uh, we're going to reschedule Leslie uh, Visser, a uh, longtime uh, legendary uh, broadcaster, actually, uh, mm. Leslie. And she's getting into the, um, you know, those, uh, the uh, the chambers, um, you know, the uh, the athletic chambers, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, what do they call it? The hyper... Hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. Thank you, Joe. Mm-hmm. You're I, welcome. You, you ever kicked it in a hyperbolic chamber before? I have, uh, I've seen them. I actually know a couple of places uh, that a lot of athletes go to down here, and they swear by them. Well, I've seen one, too, but I didn't I didn't ask yeah. if you've seen one. Have you been in no. one? <laughs> I know. It scares the crap out of me. I, I, yeah, I'm a little claustrophobic, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, uh, imagine, like, your, man, what would it be like to smoke weed in, in one of those chambers? <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> I ask they're, not, them, they're it, not cheap either, from what I ask, understand. Is it, is it, like, it'd be like, is it advisable not to do this? Or, like, you asked them. You got, no, I've seen them before, too. I was at... Uh, I was at some, I don't know, I was at some convention once, and uh, it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. They were they were pitching into me and Cam. The guy was like swearing by them, like, you know, for home use even. Yep. <laughs> like chambers, and I'd be scared too. I'd get locked into it or something. You know what yeah, I mean, me. like, you, I, I'm not getting into a chamber. No, you start putting me in like a cylinder like that, and I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm out. No thanks. So, yeah. She's too busy selling uh, selling chambers to sports teams now. Yeah, actually a good business uh, that she's in. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll talk some Arizona Cardinal uh, football a little bit later on. Bob uh, McNamara going to uh, join us, and I told you, Joe, I said Kyler Murray under nine and a half. Now suddenly the the odds are out there. There, these um, him and Nick Bosa are basically both the consensus number one picks in the draft right now. So if you don't believe it, and I know you don't believe it, then you can get some plus money betting against it. I'm going to stick betting against it. I think this is all smoke, man. I, I don't think uh, Arizona is going to pull the trigger. I think teams are going to call the bluff. I think they're trying to get somebody to come up and bite here and maybe offer them a little bit more so they can actually do what they need to do, which is, you know, draft an offensive line, somebody to protect them. And, and the way I look at it, Gabe, is very simply, if you're the Arizona Cardinals, okay, we all know first years throw them out. Jared Goff, first year rookie quarterbacks, throw it out. What really matters is what they do in year two or three. Right now, if they got Josh Rosen, he comes in here and shows any signs of life and actually taking that next step. He is more valuable to other teams than he is right now. And, oh, yeah, by the way, if he tanks, if he sucks, you still have got Tua. You, the, you've got uh, Jason Herbert from uh, from Oregon. You have a better chance of getting a better quality quarterback in next year's draft than you do this year. So I, I think it's all smoke. If he sucks, don't worry about it. You're still going to have the first pick next year. If he's good then you can trade him if you really want to go get a two or somebody else down the line. But without an offensive line, it's it's misery. Any which it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Yeah, but it's kind of, it's Cliff Kingsbury, and he's gonna he's gonna be a system. It's gonna be a system offense. They're not gonna run a traditional NFL offense. And Kyler Murray isn't a traditional NFL quarterback. I think mm. he'll be tailor suited. I I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. The question is, and I guess they have to ask themselves too, is. Their problem, you know, it's funny in today's day and age, like in the Lakers, we'll get back to the Lakers and their playoff chances, but the Lakers put themselves in a weird position by publicly wanting 
by publicly wanting Anthony Davis so much and mm. LeBron James and the same agent trying to force it to happen. And Magic Johnson has pretty much been tipping his hand about every player for the last two years. And it just leads to disappointment, right? I mean, the Kawhi Leonard stuff, they really hyped it up that Kawhi somehow is his dream to play for the Lakers. Kawhi had to tell them this year when he was there, I don't even like the Lakers. Mm. Like, he finally said, I don't like the Lakers. He said, I, I never liked the Lakers. And they were like, oh, I thought, you know. He's like, no, he's from Riverside, California. It doesn't mean he likes the Lakers. He said, I'm an Allen Iverson fan. Philadelphia 76ers. Man, they Kawhi. couldn't get a meeting with the guy that said he wanted to go to the Lakers and Paul George. Yeah. They couldn't even get a meeting. Yeah, like, what are you it. doing? They teased it because they, they pre-sell it like, oh, everyone wants to play for us, right? So they yeah. sort of leak it. Oh, yeah, that wink, wink, Paul George, he, he, he wants to be one of us. Paul George didn't. He stayed in Oklahoma City. So mm-hmm. Magic continuously keeps on tipping his hand, letting the fans down. The expectations go up, boom, they come right down. And then you get into the trade situation. Magic is always like sort of talking publicly, tampering. LeBron, you know, publicly, we don't like the coach. We want to trade players. They make everything so freaking difficult uh, for themselves. It's it's amazing to me. They make they make everything just so so difficult uh, for themselves. And the Arizona Cardinals are doing the same damn thing. You know, like I don't know, like I think it's the fact that Cliff Kingsbury didn't think he was going to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals when he said if I had the number one pick, I would take uh, Kyler Murray. But I think people in the NFL, I don't believe that people really think Josh Rosen is a third round talent. I think he's a second-round talent at this point. You know, I get that the, the I, it's like a car. I get that the car is off the lot, Joe. But man, that, that Mike McCoy's an idiot. All right, you know, they had him. This guy's their offensive coordinator. When Byron Leftwich became the OC and Rosen was made the starter, he showed progress. Yeah, he showed progress. So I don't believe that a guy goes in a deep quarterback class last year from being potentially the top guy to Oh, he's only worth the third-round pick now, third, fourth-round pick. I think the other GMs are just trying to lowball Arizona because they're so convinced. They're so convinced that they're going to take Kyler Murray. I really believe it. I think that I think I think people I think other GMs think yes, Kyler Murray is going to get taken, and they have to trade Josh Rosen. So let's lowball them and just put it out there that he's only a third round pick. That's his value. Which is why I think it is completely asinine to even entertain the idea. If Josh Rosen goes out and Cliff Kingsbury, forget about his system, okay? Because Jared Goff wasn't Sean McVay's pick, okay? So Sean McVay did what Sean McVay does, which is he's a quality coach. He built a system around a guy to be successful. If Cliff Kingsbury comes in and does that this year and Josh Rosen shows the improvement, how much is he worth then to the Arizona Cardinals? More importantly, how much is he then worth to the Miami Dolphins or to the Redskins or to any one of the other quarterback hungry teams, it makes no sense to abandon a guy after his first year when everyone's going to be looking this year. If Kingsbury is as good as you think he is, 
He's going to make Josh Rosen a very productive quarterback, which then means, Arizona, you control the market. You've got a quarterback people want. You want to go get Tua? You want to get Lawrence? You want to get Herbert? Who do you want to get? You control the shots. Makes no sense to throw everything out the window and put it in a dude that's a buck 95 who stop with the Russell Wilson comparisons, please. Russell Wilson went to a, an amazing team that didn't need him to do anything except hand the ball off in, a, in an all-time top five defense. That's not what the Arizona Cardinals are. So, um, all right, we're going on record. Joe's getting fired up. Joe, you're not a Kyler Murray fan, are you? No, I think he sucks. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, he he drives me crazy. I, the dude is a buck. We've seen this film before. It never works, all right? Especially on a team that has no offensive line, no defense, no help. Don't forget, Russell Wilson went into a team that all he had to do was hand the ball off. We think Russell Wilson's this great example. Well, he could not have asked for a better situation. The only reason we think Russell Wilson Wilson is this great quarterback is because he was groomed on a championship winning team with a championship caliber defense. This kid's going to go in there and get killed, absolutely killed on the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what the hell they are even considering other than maybe they can get somebody to bite and then you can go down in the draft, build a bunch of assets and build a team from the offensive line out. I don't, and um, strong points, strong points uh, from uh, from Joe that I don't have uh, enough time for rebuttal uh, right now, um, but we will That's after. Coming. Yes, good. <laughs> uh, but, but, we, but we will after. <laughs> Listen, I, I feel more strongly about Kyler Murray's chances than you do. I don't think he's going to be a bust, but I don't, I'm not going to compare him to Russell Wilson just because he's got the same body as Russell Wilson. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's one thing. I'll stop with the Russell Wilson. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. We're going uh, to figure it out here as we, uh, as we come up here on the morning after. And I wish I had my uh, thing that would work here, but all right. Here we go. Let's do this. Hey, catch the green. Uh, well, catch the going for the green podcast each week on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as the Daily Roto crew breaks down the upcoming PGA tournament from a fantasy perspective. Going for the green talks course history, PGA betting, one and done, fantasy picks, and so much more. You can separate yourself from the field and go for the green with Daily Roto this fantasy golf season on Audio Boon, iTunes, Google. Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. And welcome in on this Tuesday. It is the morning after, and it is time once again for another edition of Gabe Morenci's Get Off My Lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my Playoff season is rapidly approaching of both in the National Basketball Association and the National Hockey League. And nothing tops the National Hockey League playoffs when it comes to uh, the levels of intensity. As I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, the Stanley Cup by far is the toughest uh, trophy in sports to win. It's a freaking grind, man. And unlike the NBA, the National Hockey League um, playoff games, they play every two days. All right, even though it's as physical as it is, they're playing every two days. Now, if a series goes seven games, they'll give them that extra day for travel and uh, for rest. But the biggest beef that I have with the NBA playoffs is that, you know, a team will play on Tuesday and then they won't play again until Saturday or Sunday. And it kills the momentum. It kills the flow. Now, the National Hockey League playoffs is intense as they are. And they're great. All right, they're great. And I've implored you. I've told you. Even if you're not a, a hockey fan, you're a sports fan, you like to bet, uh, you play fantasy, whatever, give the National Hockey League playoffs a chance, especially in the first round, all right? The first round of the National Hockey League playoffs are going to be off the hook, uh, but unfortunately, they're too off the hook, as there's a lot of things wrong with the National Hockey League uh, and, uh, and Gary Bettman, but we're not here to pick on uh, midgets and dwarves today. So, but there's a lot that we can talk about the NHL. You know, the, 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 the instigator rule, um, the lack of hitting. Um, you know, today's NHL players are as skilled as they've ever been, and they skate faster, and they're bigger. But it's ironic. They don't actually really body check anymore. There's not enough fights in, in hockey anymore. It's sort of been sanitized. 
for entertainment purposes. Now, the intensity factor will be there in the playoffs, but unfortunately, the best teams won't be there in the playoffs after a couple of rounds. In what possible world, in what sports realm, do they figure, you know what? Let's have all the best teams play each other in the first round and go backwards so that by the time it gets to the Stanley Cup, nobody gives a crap. Oh, because we're going to guarantee ourselves uh, good matchups in the first round. They basically have totally come up with the stupidest playoff format in the history of sports to appease NBC. That's what all this is about. They just want to guarantee that, ooh, they can get Crosby versus Ovechkin in the first round. They don't care about the consequences after the fact. Did you know that this year, if the playoffs started today, three of the top five teams, and you say of the five top teams in the NHL, three of them mathematically would not be able to make it to the conference finals. Like, what is the point of the regular season then? So evidently, it's better to be a low seed in the NHL, right? You're better off being an eight seed or a seven seed or whatever. You're better off being one of the wild cards than actually a good team. Because if you're actually a good team, you have to play another good team because they want to get TV ratings in the first round. Never mind the fact by the time it gets to the third round, nobody cares. People in Canada don't even care about the Stanley Cup Finals in mid-June. It's too long to begin with. You know, and it's amazing to me that this is done for TV ratings uh, because you can sort of guarantee a rivalry on TV for the first round, and then all bets are off after that. And it's also done to save money on travel because the division teams, they're closer together. Uh, You know, so basically you're doing this for all the wrong freaking reasons. And of course, the NHL GMs don't see anything wrong with this because the owners are telling them to do this because it's saving them money. You know what? It'd be nice for once in your life in the National Hockey League, all you executives, you know what? To maybe, you know, take a night off from the lap dances Maybe take a step back from your three-bottle mm-hmm. red wine dinners and your steak dinners and your triple chins and loosening your ties and do your freaking job, all right? The format sucks. It sucks. It's stupid. No other league would do this besides, of course, Gary Bettman. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my Yeah, not a happy camper, Gabe Morenci, and uh, he's got a lot of points, not just the NHL, but I can tell you Major League Baseball, the NBA, and we'll talk about this uh, coming up here at the top of the hour. I have it broken down as far as who would be in, who would be out in all the leagues if we change that format, and we've got some interesting uh uh, we've got an interesting perspective there, but I believe we've got a uh, a fantastic guest waiting for us. I can't wait to uh, to talk to her. I believe we have uh, Miss uh, Holly Robinson Pete joining us. Yeah, that's right. After I go from yelling about the NHL playoff uh, format, perfect segue. <laughs> Miss Holly Robinson Pete. Hey, you sound like Rodney Pete this morning. You're yelling just like Rodney. I apologize for that, Holly. I quite quite the introduction. Yeah. So it is. Does Rodney, like, yell at the TV? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yes, listen, we're dealing with the Lakers out here, so we've been yelling at the TV a lot lately. My God. So, so when, when you heard yeah. LeBron was coming to L.A., you're like, guy, this is going to be good, right? And it hasn't turned well, out to I, be good. You know what? I, I'm a very uh, – I'm, I'm someone who understands sports, and so I understand the process, so I have to be patient. So I really knew that this would be a work in progress. Wow. But I think – I didn't think that we would not make – potentially make the playoffs so 
So we've been doing a lot of screaming like that too, Gabe. I'm right with you. I know you've already got a gig, Holly, but we're looking for a, a female co-host. Like, uh, no hey, sports. Listen. <laughs> hey, mama, mama's available. I, I know my sports now. I don't know the NHL. My hockey IQ is not very good. I will admit that. But I can learn. No, that's all right. So, listen, uh, I've always been a fan of, uh, of you and Rodney's. We've spoken to Rodney quite a bit uh, over the years. Tell us about the show uh, Meet the Peets. It's on the Hallmark uh, Channel. And, and you know, this isn't um, – in today's day and age of, like, everyone hates, the, you know, the, the Kardashians and craziness and people getting drunk on the Housewives of Atlanta and fighting. You guys are pretty much like the opposite of this, right? Like, Meet the Peets. You're like the functional yeah, reality TV show. Well, you won't see any tables flipping. Um, the mo- <laughs> on su- this past Sunday, you know, you saw me driving an RV across the country because Rodney refused to drive. Yeah, I saw um, that. That's so- the first thing I noticed, Holly, actually. I saw the promo, yeah. and you were right there. You're driving. Rodney, he kind of looked a little nervous, to be honest. Uh, you think? Oh, my gosh. He was the worst backseat driver ever. I'm like, wait a second. You didn't want to drive, but yet you can heckle me from the back of the RV. That's not going to happen. So... But our show is definitely more aspirational and more, you know, and more resolution-driven. It's not about conflict. It's, it's really about a family, um, you know, out there, you know, giving back, but also doing stuff and rallying around this one kid that has autism. And it's, it's done with humor and heart, and it's really, it's really a, a fun show to watch. The whole family can watch it, uh, and we are really enjoying doing it. It's a little different having 30 people in your house every day. Um, so that, take, that took some getting used to. Uh, but we, we actually really enjoy it, and the shows are great, and uh, just love working with Hallmark Channel. It's been a real fun adventure. Uh, life is uh, life is full of challenges, but, uh, you know, you guys embrace them. Tell us about the, uh, the Holly Rod uh, Foundation and the work that you do uh, for autism. Well, Holly Rod Foundation was started in 1997 in honor of my dad, who was the original Gordon on Sesame Street. He it was that's a so amazing cool. guy. <laughs> yeah, like that's the dopest thing job your dad could have at five years old, right? And so, um, and so we started to help families impacted by Parkinson's, and then when our son was diagnosed with autism, we expanded our mission for compassionate care for autism as well. But we're, we're actually helping um, train kids and young people with autism to get jobs. Um, they're very... Uh, to get meaningful employment, and so we're doing some great stuff, and, and Hallmark Channel is really helping us highlight uh, the mission of Holly Rod Foundation, so you'll see a lot of that this season as well. So tell us what's coming up next on, on Meet the Peach. Well, we survived the RV trip across the country, um, and so now next week we're going to be starting, we're doing a job fair, actually, and this job fair we're going to bring together young uh, adults with autism, and we're going to bring corporations in and teach them, you know, what they need to know to get these jobs. My son, RJ, works for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's like the world's greatest clubhouse attendant. Yeah, that's so He's cool. He's amazing kids. Yeah, how cool is that, right? The, the, he had no friends growing up, and now, like, his best friend is Yasiel Puig. You know I mean? So, like, it's <laughs> <this is> pretty <laughs> Well, he's not here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati. How'd that, how'd that yeah. come to be with the Dodgers? Is that through magic? I assume you guys know magic. How did that come to be with the Dodgers? We, we do know magic, but listen, RJ had to go down there and do an interview, and he had pre-vocational training, so he was ready for that interview. So, Doc... Um, Dave Roberts, the, the manager, took him on and, you know, walked him through and grilled him. You know, Doc's a tough guy. He grilled yeah, him. Yeah, well, that's he, it. They can know he, you, but he can't be in the way. you got to get the job done down there. Things move fast. Exactly. Listen, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you're a clubby. 
You got to know where everything is. You got to, and he, they, they had him bat boy a couple times, and that was stressful. I wouldn't last so a day, Holly. It. I'd get fired. Roberts would be like, hey, Gabe, you got to go, bro. Like, you're just, you're not getting the job done. I wouldn't make it either. I'm telling you, I, once I brought out the wrong bat and the wrong number of balls to the ump, it would be over. So <laughs> it's amazing what this kid has done, but this job has given him a sense of pride and purpose. I can't even tell you what has done for him. So, at Holly Rye, we want more kids to get jobs like this. It's, it's life-changing. So that's what you'll see next week on Meet the Peds. You'll see uh, these kids going out there, and, and they end up getting um, jobs, and it's pretty pretty cool. Well, it's great having you on the show, Holly. Keep up uh, the great work. God bless you guys, and best of luck uh, with Meet the Peds. Thanks for the time. You got it. Take care. The Holly Robinson, Pete. The dogs are barking. Yeah, we were on the clock. You know, she's busy. It's like the, her dog's like the manager. All right, the dog's like, you got to go, Holly. Morning after continues. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure. But you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with the BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 
That's 800-804-7060. Thanks to Holly Robinson, Pete. Man, you could, Joe, like, that's a pro, Holly Robinson, Pete, right? Bam. Like, when she, she spoke, boom, answered the questions, like, uh, you know, prolonged answers. She realized she was on a crazy sports show. She brought up the Lakers. That's just like you can tell why she's been in the industry as long as she has. You know what I mean? Like she just based like she almost did the interview. Boom. Like she just started talking. But yeah, I caught you off guard, Joe. Like we I'm telling you right now, like I grew up listening to Larry King. You could no, there's nothing Sean could throw at me right now. Listen, Hallmark stuff's a little bit. That's you know. <laughs> The Hallmark Channel, you spent a lot of time over there? Yeah, no, I don't even know what channel it is. Um, <laughs> so, but, like, like, if they told me, yeah, listen, we've got, uh, you know, Senator Menendez is coming on right now. I'd be yeah. like, all right, I got some questions for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you name it, I can do it. But, like I said, I don't know, like, we work with, you know, our, 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 our shout out to Darren over at uh, Sports, uh, Sports Byline, but... Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you know, Rudy, Vivica Fox, <laughs> uh, Holly Robinson, Pete. First off, like, I think I'm gonna, I can save every interview I've done here, and I've got a good resume to work at BET after this. <laughs> like, I can, I can apply at BET. Oh. I can say, listen, I can talk basketball, <laughs> and, and I'll say, look, I've interviewed everybody. I've Rudy. Yeah, I- Mm-hmm. And if that's just so we have Rudy Huxtable on, literally like two days after Bill Cosby goes to jail, <laughs> which is just awkward. And like right before she comes on, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, don't, whatever you do, don't ask her about Bill Cosby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, all right. So like, what the hell am I supposed to ask Rudy about? So, hey, Rudy. Uh, yeah. How's Raven doing? Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. So did you do coke like Drew Barrymore as a kid? <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. my like, word. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, you can't can't ask. Oh. Like, uh, don't ask about, like. Uh, yeah, don't ask about Bill, whatever you do. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no problem. The best is, too, I was kind of a jerk. But because uh, I didn't have the balls to ask the question. So I told Michelle Serpico. And God bless her. Michelle was so, like, naive. Right. So. I'll ask. Yeah, so she's like, oh, I don't care. I said, I got a question. I want to ask you. So I said, uh, I said, ask her if she's going to visit Bill Cosby in jail. I figured it would be easier to come from from a woman. Right. Yeah, right? be a little less damaging. Yeah, I just didn't want to be. The one. <laughs> so then, then I was looking at Michelle, and I was realized I was like, no, I actually like Michelle. I was like, nah. So I told her. I after I looked at her, I was like, don't like. It's don't, like, do not it. a, don't, don't, do don't, it. don't, don't ask her. Yeah. And Michelle don't was all it. mad. She goes, I don't care if I upset her. I'll ask her. Yeah. I was like, nah, nah, it's, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Avoid it, avoid it. But going up to it, you knew one thing. You weren't asking it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Definitely wasn't going to be you. Thanks to, uh, thanks to, uh, to Holly Robinson, Pete, uh, for joining us. All right, so she brought up the Lakers. Uh, Lakers now five games back. They've got 18 games left. You said last week, uh, you know, a week and a half ago, whatever, Lakers aren't making the playoffs. You said they're not going to do it because of the record um, that uh, that they would need 
Now I'm doing the math here, and I'm not a mathematician, but they're fu- they're they're actually uh, six games back of the Spurs now. So they're they're a full six in the win column. They're six games back in the win column. They have 18 games left. So I was thinking about this, Joe. Even let's say the Spurs go nine and nine down the stretch. Mm-hmm. The Lakers would need to go 15 and three. And oh yeah, the Spurs <laughs> own the tiebreaker against them too, even so. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, the you called it last happening. week about like the record. Like yeah, the Lakers are basically to the point. Like it's not impossible. I know it sounds extreme. Like that's if the Spurs just played 500. And don't forget, yeah. they just went through an eight-game road trip. Right, so it was a little skewed with road games. Now they've played at home. Ding, ding, ding. They've won three in a row again. Right? The Clippers ain't going anywhere. Like mm-hmm. they have the youngest lineup in the NBA, but it's working for them right now. They're not yeah, it's they're not fading. They're 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 uh, seven games up on the Lakers. So in other words, these teams would need to play less than five hundred and so the Spurs would need to go. Seven and um, or sorry, eight and ten, eight and ten, and the Lakers need to go sixteen and two. <laughs> yeah, and the chances of it's that happening, happening are Vegas has already pulled it off the board, so that tells you everything you need to know about the chances of the Lakers making a playoff. Oh, they're the, done. The, the, it's officially done. The books have done. already pulled it. Yeah, it's they're over. done. Exactly. Yeah. Because even Vegas is like, we can't make any money on this. This we're done. Ain't nobody gonna bet this wow. now. It's it's not even. Look, Carmelo Anthony has already been like, yeah, dudes. Like guys, I appreciate. You know it, it's but bad I'm, I'm when Melo says, ah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah. I'm good, guys. Thanks, I appreciate it. I'm good though. I'm good. But you brought up something interesting earlier, Gabe, when when you were talking about LeBron not embracing the little guy here, and I, this is another thing that drives me crazy about the Michael Jordan comparisons. Because Michael, even when he was with the Wizards and they sucked and they did suck, never once did Michael Jordan, was he not coaching up the guys? Never was he uh, determined to be doing something yeah, he else. He never other said after, oh, games. Kwame Brown sucks. What do you want me to Ex- do? Exactly. You know I mean? He was always trying to win. Kobe was always trying Dude, to people win. People talk about like, oh, listen, I, I know this is almost sacrilegious, but I think Scottie Pippen. Yeah, is a little overrated in as far as history looking back. I remember when people used to call him soft and ah, oh, you're right, Michael's coattails and stuff. But I don't recall a plethora of Hall of Famers being around Michael Jordan all the time. No, the guy won with Luke Longley. Yeah, Bill Wennington was his center. Bill Wennington's from Montreal. The guy like coaches the YMCA team essentially now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I know he does bull stuff, but. You know what I mean? Like Luke Longley, Bill Wennington, Bill Cartwright. Uh, yeah, Steve Kerr was a good three-point shooter. Uh, Horace Grant was good. Um, could you imagine a locker room with LeBron and Rodman? I mean, could you imagine no. what that would like, – like he wouldn't be able to deal with Rodman, Rodman but that was the difference. Because Rodman wouldn't bow down. Rodman and, would get in LeBron's face and say, bro, what are you doing to the studio last night? He'd push him. Say, exactly. I, I didn't drink last night so I could win, and you dare I see you. like – you're right. Like that, they, they were accountable. Yep. They, they were accountable. But that's the thing. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan would show up at practice, and yeah, you know, he punched Steve Kerr in a practice once, and yes. he used to scold people at practice. Michael Jordan, and he'd say it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Like we got to be better. He didn't. And then after he said, "Man, I love my team." LeBron's and like, eh, "What do you want me to yep. do?" Sort of like point over at you know, these yeah. guys, huh? What do you want me to do? 
These kids are busting their balls. Like Brandon Ingram's getting 32 points. I guys, I don't know if we can get to no, we can't. I don't know if we can get the video up of the of the shot. Ask Sussman if we can, but I don't know if you guys saw this last night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is great. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this last night. Kyle Kuzma pushed LeBron James. Yep. <laughs> no, we can't show it. All right, I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah it's okay. You saw this show, like. Oh yeah. Remember last week we there was the gifts of LeBron standing there, buddy on Memphis, like basically like, like the Harlem Globetrotters, like watch. It was like, all right, LeBron's leaving me open. He takes the three. And then hits the three, and then LeBron looks over at Kuzma. He's like, oh, man. Oh, like, yeah, it's your fault, Kuzma. I didn't cover my guy. Last night, <laughs> it's cold. Last night, Kuzma's there, and he's trying. He's guarding people. He's fighting through screens. He's battling. LeBron's yep. just standing there. Out of position. Buddy on the Clippers passes the ball to the exact same spot that LeBron didn't guard the other night. So it must be a thing. So... Kuzma pushes LeBron in the back. That's correct. He pushes him into where he's supposed to be. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Like, the fact that Kuzma said, F this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get the hell out of my way and go where you're supposed to be. Like, yeah. I'm and amazed, that was in the final I'm amazed this isn't being talked about more. That Kuzma pushed LeBron James yeah. into defensive position. Yeah. Well, he was trying to get Gallinari was getting ready to take a three and and he was trying to get LeBron to do what you're supposed to do, yeah, which switch. is close the gap. Yeah, close the gap before he takes the shot. And LeBron was just had mailed it in at that particular point, And that was the end of it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about that you would never in a million years have seen from the game's greats. And passive aggressiveness is not a trait of a great leader. And there is nobody more passive aggressive than LeBron James. And what he has done, not only to this team, keep in mind, he's not only blown up the Lakers, he blew up the Pelicans this year, too. That shows you what kind of leader LeBron James is. Yeah, you know what? We were talking yesterday about greatest point guards. And I brought up Isaiah Thomas, um, you know, after Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. And... Man, you think Isaiah Thomas would stand there and, like, need someone to push him <laughs> into someone? Like, Isaiah Thomas would see you and, like, try to run through you. Yep. Like, I like the, the level of – like, LeBron James is the most talented player of the generation. I'm not disputing it. He's delivered. There was hype out of high school. The kid, he delivered it. He lived up to the hype. He's a three-time champion. He lived up to it. But the fact – that this generation that has no respect for yesteryear or even watched anything want to anoint him the greatest. And the fact that he anointed himself the greatest, the king. Mm. You've won three times with the help of, like, Draymond Green got kicked out. Kyrie Irving hit the game-winning shot. Ray Allen hit the other game-winning shot. Like, yeah, you won with Ray Allen, with Chris Bosh, with the stock teams, Dwayne Wade. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this 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 hype of you're the greatest of all time. The greatest athletes of all time hate to lose. He doesn't hate to lose. And yeah, they're I'm not a leader saying of he men. likes it, but I'm not they're saying a... he dislikes it. He doesn't yeah. like losing. He doesn't hate, 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 hate it. Because if you hate, 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 hate it, you're doing more on the floor. You're playing defense. You're trying. You're like, man, we're not out of the playoffs yet. Last night, he's like, well, we'll see how much I play down the stretch. There's not a great leader of left. men. 
Not a great leader of men. All, every champion that we've even just mentioned here in this uh, in this brief moment, we're talking about Larry guys Burt. that led men. This is not he is not a great leader of men at all. This Larry is not Burt? somebody. You think Larry Bird yeah. ever needed someone to push him? Yeah. Needed someone to push him, say, hey, 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 he pushed him. Yeah. I wish we and could it's... run it. Look, watch, look it up yourself, guys. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's not even, it's so embarrassing. It really is. <laughs> the best is the shot still went in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and LeBron's still pointing fingers. Oh, but yeah, isn't LeBron that was like, ah, oh, like, man. That's been LeBron's whole thing, right? He takes when it goes good, it's all because yes. of LeBron. But when it goes bad, it's never. That's not a leader. That's never been a leader. That's ever. exactly it. That's the whole thing. This goes back to what I said last week. I don't want to repeat myself, but it's true. Remember J.R. Smith? All right, J.R. Smith screwed up. Whatever, dude. There's no guarantee you guys are gonna hit that shot anyways. The game was going to overtime. Maybe if George Hill didn't choke and miss the free throw, right? Like George Hill got a free pass on that. But a real leader. Like, even Jordan would have just put his arm around the guy and said, let's go to the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was overtime. Him. No, yep. he had to do the famous, the famous yep. now the gift. Come on! Oh! Oh! And it was overtime. I think it was game one, or was it game two? I think it was game two. And game two, yep. All he had to do was overtime, go over to the bench and say, all right, guys, hey, we were like nine-point underdogs in this game. We're in overtime. This is great. I got this. I got this. Instead, he stood away from his team, he pouted, and they got drilled in overtime. That's who he is. That's what he does. Morning Not after. a leader of men. No leader. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 
That's 800-570-9631. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Morning after Fantasy Sports on Radio and Television Network. God, is that poison? Oh. <laughs> oh. Sounds uh. like well, you like poison as much as you like Kyler Murray. Uh. Oh, yeah. He probably plays lead for him. Man, you're real. Uh. Joe's a hater on Kyler Murray. Well, I'm not a, I can't I'm wait not to a see hater. Kyler I just. Running around, throwing touchdown passes, and touchdown Kyler Murray. Yeah. TD Kyler Murray. It's nice, except this ain't the Big 12, my friend. Yeah, it's the Baker Mayfield. Listen, but let me let me say this. So, Baker Mayfield came from the Big 12. So, I'll be honest. I didn't think Baker Mayfield would, would be successful or this successful this quickly. But not because of Baker Mayfield's physical tools. I thought he was sort of a head case. But he, he knows how to channel it. He's not Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. And no. I sort of wondered, all right, and speaking of Johnny, there, there's me and Johnny. <laughs> it's the Manziel. Yeah, but he's also, he also had plenty of weapons around him to be successful. So, but who did? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker yeah. Mayfield had some weapons to okay, be around him. This kid is not going to have any weapons uh, around him, and it starts with that offensive well, line, which is going to be a problem. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you can't, you can't discount a kid because of the team he's going to. Out of the gate. I'm just stating, if you look at the Big 12, and I'm with you, before before Mahomes, who was even a quarterback from the Big 12 in the NFL? Brandon Whedon? Yeah. Off the top of my head, right? Oak State? Like there anyone else? Was there Vince w- Young? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Colt McCoy? Yeah, that worked out well. Colt McCoy, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, plus, he's a backup. Lane Gabbert? It was, Mizzou was in the Big 12 back then. Blaine, good call. Was was were they in the SEC or Missouri? Was was it uh, Big, 12, Big Twelve still? Big Twelve when he played there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Josh Heupel, but he didn't amount to anything. <laughs> yeah, Josh Heupel. No, no, exactly. So I'm just saying. Yeah, so you're right. So not just Big Twelve, and all those guys weren't spread guys really. They were sort of bigger drop back quarterbacks, right? Like look, like the Hawaii Texas Tech spread offense quarterbacks never were taken seriously in the National Football League. I think Mahomes has sort of changed that a little bit. And then into Baker Mayfield with the size. And I mean, Kyler Murray ran the exact same offense as Baker Mayfield did.
What the f happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. Mendoza! Mendoza! Uh, I see uh, Jessica Mendoza is lighting up Twitter. <laughs> uh, shocking. We're gonna get to this. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna break it down uh, with uh, with Joe Ranieri, who actually uh, played uh, played the game. Um, yet, you know, it's 2019 now. Are we really still in a sexist era? I, I, I guess I think we are, but I, I believe that uh, Becky Hammond will be the first coach. Be- Becky Hammond will be the first coach. I've always thought that Popovich, that she would take over for Popovich. But there's a couple other people ahead of her, sort of on in that, on the ladder there in San Antonio and in the NBA. She hasn't fully paid her dues enough yet, I'd state. But I think Becky Hammond will be the first female coach of a major major sport. She evidently turned down the Colorado State job. Mm-hmm. Like Colorado State men's basketball wanted Becky Hammond to be the coach and she told him I'm flattered I appreciate the offer but um, I'm in the NBA you know what I mean she's an assistant coach in the NBA and I think she's like she's basically like third in line you know so she's not the second assistant she's the third assistant but she's got credibility you know Kawhi Leonard has basically stated that she pretty much helped him become who he did it's funny he doesn't give the it's not even pop like <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, basically, I've seen Kawhi Leonard talk about Becky Hammond. And he said that he learned, like, a, pretty much, like, a ton of everything that he knows based on basketballs from her, almost, which is pretty strong words. Like, she's extremely respected. Mendoza is a little different. I think, you know, Becky Hammond's basketball proudest sort of speaks for itself. She's been a badass in the WNBA national player, played in Russia, etc. Hammond's sort of respected... I think it's a little different when men look at sort of women's softball, don't you think? I hate this game, but in a different way. Right, we'll I say hate we're gonna this. We're going to get this. Yeah. Can you hit Jenny Finch? My eyes closed. Who's <laughs> 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 eyes closed? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies... 
Use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I wasn't when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. It's a safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. I'm Gabriel Morenzi, Midtown of Manhattan. Joe Ranieri throwing it down in uh, in Florida. I guess it's time for us to, to throw it down uh, right now. What do we got uh, going on today, Sean? Please rise. The Morning After presents Debate. Now sit on it. <laughs> Hello, Gabe. Hello, Joe. Another edition of Debate Gate here. I have three questions. Oh, for the got. record, Sean, too, yesterday, I'd say, I said that this was Barty Miller uh, yesterday. Night Court. Yes. Night Court. Yes. Yeah. Man, Mark, Marky Post, man, she had a big rack. Does that change your opinion of the bed, though? Dan, no, no. It's, it's still good. Dan, Dan, Dan. All right, Same then. error. So, once again, the rules, you guys have a minute each to, re- to respond to the question, the answer, and a 30-second rebuttal if you want to. All right, first question. Jessica Mendoza, ESPN baseball analyst, was just hired by the New York Mets as a baseball operations advisor. Gabe, is this a good hire? You know what? I don't have – I can't say it's a good or a bad hire because we don't know yet, right? It's speculation. We don't know how she's going to perform at her job. Yet I will say I like the hire. I like Jessica Mendoza. I got to be honest here, between Mendoza and Aaron Boone, I thought she brought more to the broadcast than Aaron Boone did, and now he's the manager of the Yankees. So I don't have a problem with her being an advisor to the to, to the Mets. I think she knows baseball. 
It's good to have as many different perspectives in the room. What I don't like or don't understand is how you can be a special advisor to the New York Mets and also do Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. To me, she should recuse herself from the broadcast. And if I'm the Mets, you know, is it a token hire or is it a real hire? You know, that, that's where I'm at with this. I mean, it's a conflict of interest. Like, is she going to do Mets games now? Uh, I don't know. If she's, if she, I have no problem with her being the assistant general manager uh, to the New York Mets. I think she knows the game. I think she's smart. But I have a problem with her working for ESPN and the Mets at the same time. Joe? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I think it's the stupidest hire in the, uh, in the history of hires here from the standpoint of you've now made it impossible for her to do either job very well because of the position of a broadcaster. Her job is to find interesting bits of information about the team she's going to be covering that night. Who in the hell in a baseball clubhouse is going to talk to her if she's got the ear of the vice president of the New York Mets now? It doesn't make any damn sense. Of all the people in the world to hire, you hire Jessica Mendoza in New York Mets like there wasn't anybody in the organization that you can get. And I don't care that she's a female. Got nothing to do with it. But the bot- you hired a broadcaster is what you did. Somebody who covers the games. Her job is to get into the people's heads and find the dirt on, uh, on to make the broadcast interesting. She can't do that job very well. And oh, yeah, by the way, how the hell is she going to be productive to the New York Mets if she can't take that information and be able to provide it to them? I think it's stupid across the board. Gabe, you have a rebuttal there? 30 seconds? Um. If not, I'll have the pit vote here on uh, who won that argument. Now I'm going to give her the I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that uh, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that uh, what's a Brody Van Wagner? He hired her for yeah. a reason. The Mets don't need to just do token hires of Jessica Mendoza. So I, I like the hire. I like the hire. You guys, yeah. you guys both know that like everybody that works ESPN like works for a team. Also, Alex Rodriguez from the Night Baseball, he works for the Yankees. Now, Jessica Mendoza works for the Mets. What, what, is that, what does David A-Rod do for the Yankees? A consultant is different, though. A consultant is different. What does like, A-Rod, A-Rod do for the consultant. Yankees? She's basically a consultant for the Mets. Just like David you know, Ross I... is a consultant. Hey, don't blame me. Both. Joe's the one that hates it, not me. Like, sorry, Greg, who's your vote? who do you vote for? Me? I'm, I'm voting for Gabe. I don't understand right, why he hates you. You're not going to talk to Jessica Mendoza or A-Rod? Now, come on. No, I, I don't. I, as a matter of fact, I think she's got about as good a chance of succeeding as Kyla Murray does with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you're off about that, too. All right, moving on. <laughs> Second question. Lakers are five and a half games out of an NBA playoff position with 18 games left. Let's throw this to you, Joe. If the Lakers miss the playoffs, which is seeming more and more likely, will it change LeBron's legacy? Absolutely, because people, at least in the short term, it's going to change his legacy. I mean, 10, 15, 20 years from now, you know, he'll still go down as one of the greatest players to ever play the game. But certainly in the short term, since uh, of recency bias, the only thing people are going to be talking about over the next five years is the failure that LeBron James was for this Lakers organization. And the people who are going to be screaming the most are the Magic Johnson era Laker fans as well as the Kobe Bryant era Laker fans who have been screaming that this was a joke to begin with. That noise is only going to get more and more loud as we move closer to next year and another non-playoff uh, appearance by the Lakers. Not good for his uh, not good for his long-term um, uh, point of view there from Laker fans. 
I think the currency is so uh, built in deep, similar to Donald Trump stating he could shoot someone uh, on Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't matter. I think that the LeBron defenders, LeBron, um, for lack of a better term, nut huggers, fanboys, media types, the wind horses and everyone else, they make it they make it about everyone else all the time. While I think it should. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna taint LeBron's career because they didn't make the playoffs this year. And, you know, it's not a good look. But ultimately, Joe, I think the the blame, just the way LeBron sets it up and the way that he intends it to be, the the, the blame will be on Luke Walton. The blame will be on Brandon Ingram. The blame will be on Kyle Kuzma. The blame will be on Ray John Rondo. The blame will be on everybody besides LeBron James. All right. The, go ahead, Joe. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, listen, in Cleveland, if he'd have stayed in Cleveland, there would have never been a bad word spoken about him. But he chose the worst franchise to go to and tank with the Lakers because that history and that fan base is never going to let him forget that you came here to supposedly to win championships and you're not delivering. If they don't make the playoffs next year, the biggest failure in NBA history over the last 30 years. Next, well, that, well, that, that's strong. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you next year too. They don't make it next year, then, next year, then the legacy is starting yeah. to take a little hit here. But yep. I think his legacy is safe no matter what, what happens this year. All right, Chris Bavona has the vote for the pitcher. All right, I'm going to vote for Joe on this one. I agree with you on the fact that maybe if this was the Heat, maybe if this was uh, Cleveland, you know, it wouldn't really do a detriment to LeBron's legacy. But the fact that it is the Lakers, the fact that it is that history, it's going to be a big, big hit for his his brand. All right, so 1-1 one, one here. Last question. You want to nick both? Chris up? is wrong. King Kong, go ahead. What's no, I'm just saying he's wrong. But... Oh, Chris. Okay. Yeah, the decision's wrong. There should be an appeal. I like Greg. Greg's a better judge. You want to talk about wrong. He was definitely wrong yesterday. <laughs> nick Bosa or King Kong Bundy, what do you guys want? What question? Ah, King oh, Kong who would, what? Who would win a fight no, between no, no, Nick no. Bosa and King Kong Bundy? No, no. I'd take Bundy any day. All right, Bundy passes away at 61. You guys talked about it. All-time WWF villain game if you want to kick it off the all-time wwf villain you mentioned a bunch of them earlier Ah. iron cheek Mm. king kong bundy might be right up there andre the giant when he was healed does doink the clown uh, count (laughs) if you want doink was good i like doink and i like that when everybody had his little sidekick dink doink and dink they had the little midget clown too um Biggest heel ever. Joe, you got one? I got one, man. It, to me, it's hands down. It's uh, it's Rowdy Roddy Piper, man. Nobody, and I mean nobody did heel like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Some of the best interviews I've ever seen with Mean Gene. Rowdy was the best. Also starred in one of my all-time favorite movies uh, uh, of all time, too. Love Rowdy. I thought he was the best. What's the movie? What? They Live? That's it. Yeah, yeah, good, great movie. Glasses. You know, I'm going to go with the best villain of all time. We talked about him earlier. The Iron Sheik. Who, yes. who, who has enough balls to come to Madison Square Garden and say, USA, poor spit, Iran, number one. Give me That's the Iron point. Sheik. All right, Alex, you have the vote. I think I'm going to go with Gabe here in the Iron Sheik. I mean, it's literally the tale of two countries, you know, America and this and that, and it was a great battle. But as a new age wrestling fan, I love 
Edge, the rated R superstar. Uh, he was, in my opinion, one of the best heels of my age. Edge was good. Uh, and that's a bad job by you, dude, because uh, get get to know a little in history, because Rowdy didn't represent America, baby. He represented, he wore a damn tilt. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Joe Ranieri. He's in Miami, Florida. We're in Midtown Manhattan. We've talked about uh, best heels ever in uh, wrestling history. I said uh, the Iron Sheik. I'm actually looking at uh, Ranker right now where people vote on everything. The number one all-time heel... Oh, yeah, the Macho Man. Macho. uh, The Macho Man, Randy Savage, voted uh, the uh, the best uh, WWE's best uh, heel uh, in WWE history. The guy we didn't bring up, actually, I said the Iron Sheik. 
Uh, you know, this guy's a strong, like, uh, number two. <laughs> it's just disturbing. <laughs> so many levels. Who is this guy in the middle, Gabe? Is that that's, uh, um, that's classy is that... Freddie Blassie. That's him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You another pencil great manager. Geek. That's yep. what he used to call you. Pencil, yeah, classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah, great classy, stuff. Yep. Classy Freddie. Look at the Iron Sheik. He's in shape there, too. Eh? Like, yeah. Back in the day. Damn. And uh, yeah, the iron, the uh, the Nikolai there was, Volkov. There was Ted Jones from the uh, Mister <laughs> Ted Jones from Jersey. No, no he there was really the, uh, no, the iron was sheik. Too- the iron sheik really is Iranian, and and um, Nikolai Volkov is from Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, yep. Yeah, he's from Yugoslavia. So you know, they played up, they played up the Russian stuff, and yeah, I think Freddie's from L.A. <laughs> like, I think, I think he's from California. I think he's from LA too. Um, but Ted DiBiase, he was good. Yeah. That was the best when he'd say, "Kid, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can dribble this ball ten times in a row." Yep. And then on the night time, he'd kick the ball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he'd walk. It was awesome. That was great. Great stuff with Ted. Ted DiBiase. Yeah. The uh, top. So these are the top ten heels. Randy Savage, number one. Mm. Ted DiBiase, number two. Rick Rude. Oh, ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Iron Sheik, number four. Your guy, Roddy Piper, number five. Mm. Jake the Jake the Snake. The Undertaker is. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Chris. I don't look at the Undertaker as a heel, though. I'm gonna tell you the best. No. Heel. I'm gonna tell you the best heel is, guys. It's it's very easy. It's all everybody down here. Roddy Piper was a good answer, Joe. I'll give you that. Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon. Exactly, yeah. Gabe. That's yeah, that's a yeah. I that's was thinking the point. same thing. Like, really, like, the biggest. Like, and, and even in real life, Greg, you think about it. Like, what are some of the heinous things that Vince has done? Like, um, he made people kiss his ass, literally and figuratively, like, right? actually kiss his ass. Yeah. Yes. He made people literally. What did he do, though, with his like, didn't he do something, like, with his daughter? Like, didn't he force her to kiss someone? Or I, I mean, he's he's made out with every woman that's ever worked for the company. Yeah. That, mm. that, that mm. was, uh, he, he, you know, he made Trish Stratus bark like a dog in the ring. Yeah. That, that was good. Um, what, what else did Vince do? Vince has obviously had many people uh, arrested, of course. He did. He had no problem, of course, having uh, Stephanie marry Triple H after he drugged, drugged her. And raped her. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There's yeah. also a rumor storyline that he wanted to be like he was gonna be in love with Stephanie. He had Stephanie make out with Eric Bischoff. Yeah, yeah, but that was the thing that it was getting they were getting pretty close to like like I remember they had a bit where Linda came out and said, You disgust me and like oh, yeah, yeah. Vince was like basically eyeing he was, yeah, he was. He was also making out with women in front of Linda, who was current, was in a wheelchair at the time. Oh, wow. Directly in front of her. Like, I get that it's just wrestling, Greg, but, like, isn't there other gimmicks you could come up with? You think. But like, like, imagine, like, being at the dinner table. So, Linda, listen. Yeah, we could do the old cage match, but I'm thinking <laughs> we put you in a wheelchair, and I make out with Tori Wilson this week in front Correct. of you. Correct. Mm. Exactly. It worked out. Go to the Hall of Fame, Tori Wilson. Yeah, it worked out for everyone. Now Linda's running the small business uh, administration. In the country. Yeah, yeah for, exactly. <laughs> She's what is Rick few... Flair? Does, do you consider Rick uh, Flair yeah. a heel? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, okay, so for the record, Bavona asked about uh, about The Undertaker. He's actually, uh, he's like uh, 20s, in the 20s, which I don't really look at him as like a heel. Like he's, he's a good guy, The Undertaker. 
he started out as a heel, didn't he? And then he, you know, Andre the Giant started out as a heel too, and then somehow became beloved. Yeah, Kane was a good heel. Kane, Kane's a real heel. All right, Roddy, Roddy Piper, number five. Jake the Snake, Mr. McMahon, number seven. Uh, Rick Flair, eight. Mm. And number nine, Edge, which surprises me. I don't really look at Edge like a heel. Um, yeah. CM Punk, screw him. Um, yeah. Mr. Perfect. He was cool, Mr. Perfect. Yes, he was. <laughs> Come out with the towel. Yep. Superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> it's great. Ivan Koloff, Killer Kowalski, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's a pretty good modern douchebag, isn't he? Like uh, the legend killer. Absolutely. Jerry Lawler, Bobby the Brain Heen. Yeah, you forget Jesse Ventura, too. He was a total tool. I'm a big Jesse fan. Yeah, he was a big heel. I'm a big, I'm a big Jesse fan. Great, uh, great governor, great announcer. Mm-hmm. Great conspiracy theorist. Like, really, Sergeant really... Slaughter. Yeah, he was a good guy, though. Yeah, he, he was you know, honky tonk man. There was a good heel. <laughs> honky tonk man. That's honky right. tonk man. <laughs> yeah, like he, he was good. He get the old guitar over the head, bang. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he was good. George Steele was more of a sideshow. That's all he was. He just eight turnbuckles. That's Jim all he Cornette's did. Jim Cornette's just a loud mouth. Eddie Guerrero was a good heel. Big boss man. Stone mm-hmm. Cold. One of my personal favorites. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Nice. Uh, who else do we have? Well, the New World Order. They were great, but that wasn't one. You know who's a pretty good heel, actually? He used to injure people in the ring all the time was Vader. Big Van Vader. Sid Vicious only comes in at 69. Come on. Sid Vicious deserves better than that. Actually, you know what? We didn't talk about this guy. Great, great heel. Great, great heel. Gold dust. Gold dust. Damn. Gold dust. Like the gimmick. Wow. It was just too much. Yeah. Yeah, the gold and the Hollywood thing, thing, and then he's throwing the glitter up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then he got all gay and stuff. Then, they, then, then they started to push it a little bit. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was a little crazy. Here's my guy, Doink the Clown, comes in at number eighty. <laughs> How about the Wild Samoans? Whatever happened yeah, to them? Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, Bob Orton Jr. Yeah, old school. Bob Orton Jr. That was good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna still have to go with the Iron Sheik as the best heel of all time. It's tough. There's a, there's a few up at the top. I mean, listen, Ric Flair, come on. Woo! Now, Drew is saying in the chat that Goldust really wasn't a heel. You're a heel if people hate you. Like, come on, right. dude. The guy was dressed up in gold and gold makeup and implying he wanted to sleep with dudes. Was that Dusty Rhodes? Was yes. that? No, it was Really? Dusty. It's his son. Oh, it's his son. I was going to say, Dusty dressing up as Goldust? No, no. It got, uh, Goldust, uh, Dusty Rhodes kind of... A little portly. Dusty Rhodes was, yeah. Kind of big, yeah. yeah. I, Larry Zabrisco. Yeah, so that was the other company. Yeah, yeah that so was I, the W. I, yeah. I liked those guys in the early days. That was more yep. serious. You know what yeah. I liked? They always, he, he never smiled. Dean Malenko. <laughs> Another guy, that's right. Dean Malenko is all business. You come out, never, never smile. Like that, the four horsemen. Was it, uh, <laughs> 
who is that? It was Arn Anderson? Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, was it Chris Benoit and uh, mm-hmm. and Dean Malenko? That's correct, I think. Yes. That was good stuff. I like the. I like I like that era. Yeah, Dean Malenko was a good wrestler. Like Dean Dean was all business. He come in there, yeah, a million different holds and stuff. And uh, <laughs> yep. You know, so Chris Benoit. I had Chris Benoit on the show, and um, basically, I had we had Chris Benoit do like so those radio promos. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Chris Benoit. Vent your rage with Gabriel Branchy. Otherwise, I'm gonna come to your house and like. We had like Chris Benoit like saying all these promos and basically threatening you. Great. Yeah, except of course, you know, you know if you don't know what happened after the fact, a uh, very very tragic ending. Yeah. Um. So um. They they destroyed the um the session. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So it can never be played again. Type mm. thing. Like I thought about. It, I was like, wow, we got like we you know we have this guy saying these crazy things, but. He actually he actually was uh, crazy, um, yeah, for for real, Chris Benoit. But he was good too, the Crippler. Mm. Yeah, he, he was always serious too, Chris Chris Benoit. Yeah, they had um, they had uh, that was some good wrestling in those days in WCW. They were more serious, it seemed. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, like I said, the uh, WWE has sort of always been sort of more kiddish, and you know, you know, they had their sort of weird. They had their weird dark era as as Greg just went over. I mean, they did some crazy things. I mean, they implied that Triple H was a necrophiliac. (laughs) They really did. Like, they basically had him, like, zipping up next to a coffin. Like, oh, hey, when someone came in, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, wow, like, you guys. That Attitude Era was great, though. You remember Sussman in those days on Monday night? There was no, like, they would, nothing was too low, like, to get attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the USA Network basically had to tell Vince, hey, enough with the wardrobe malfunctions, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go back on the network, and you just listen to, like, the words that they would say. Like, obviously, right, me too, you can't say, do, or say certain things anymore. But, like, you, you mentioned Goldust before. Like, the words out of Jerry Lawler's mouth. Oh, yeah. When talking about mm-hmm. Goldust. Like, even DX, Greg, on a more sure. serious note, I see, so DX is being inducted into the Hall of Fame yes. this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw the video of which the, the first, somebody said, really, like, question mark, kind of? And, yeah, man, like, uh, there were a lot of homophobic slurs used, bro. And they dressed up in blackface. Yeah. Yeah. Should they be in the Hall of Fame? Anything for ratings, man. Can we get can, can we get politically correct in wrestling though? Uh, no. 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 Like Dude. you you go in and you got to accept it. Everyone's gonna get skewed and offended. Yeah. It's college basketball season, and the Mammoth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over-unders, and much more. Go to mammothpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. I just thought of Disco Inferno. Oh, <laughs> he was great. Burn. Hey, everybody comes in dancing. <laughs> disco. Those WCW era, those, those, yeah, before WCW got big. Ah, uh, you know, another one was my favorite, too. Uh, uh, Smiling Norman Smiley. Oh, man. Yeah, he was he was good too. Like they they had like the just the cheesiest good characters. Like <laughs> good guys. Disco Inferno. <laughs> it's a classic. It's great. It's a great gimmick. Great great gimmick. <laughs> Disco Inferno. Um, it's funny. I just stumbled upon most overrated wrestlers of all time. Oh. Who's who do you think? Who's a wrestler that's popular that you think this guy sucks? I don't know why he's so popular. Wow. Like Razor Ramon, like one of those guys. All right. Uh, I, I was going to say John Cena always, but all right. Mm. Uh, we've got to let's talk some Arizona Cardinal uh, football. That's what happens. King Kong Bundy dies. We're all going down memory lane. It's mm. funny, too. Sean just told me Bob's on the line. I'm thinking, what, Bob? Bob's picks of the day? But no, no, it's Bob from uh, it's as Bob. We're talking uh, we're talking Arizona Cardinal uh, football. Let's do this thing. Good morning, Bob. How you doing today? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Good stuff. Yeah, we got we have a regular caller named Bob, so I would have uh, I would have made the hold like the last 20 20 seconds. Yeah, King Kong Bundy passed away earlier or late last night. Oh so. man. Oh boy. Yeah, hard not to Classic like King Kong club. Bundy, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's a shock. Yeah. Um, 61. So um, will it be a shock? Uh, for the record, our my colleague here, Joe Ranieri, and I'm Gabriel Moretzi. He thinks that uh, it's a big mistake that to, to, to Kyler Murray is way, way overrated and that it's going to be a mistake um, to to throw Josh Rosen under the bus if it goes down like this. Um, it hasn't gone down like this yet, but what's your feeling on this? And what is what you know, what's what's the deal with Josh Rosen right now? It has to be it's kind of it's kind of an awkward situation for everybody, isn't it right now? We've been talking it, about the Lakers all morning being awkward. This is pretty awkward, too. Yeah, it is awkward. I'll tell you what I really believe it is the truth, and and you're not going to hear a lot of truthisms because nobody knows. And and the truth is, I don't think the Cardinals have a clue what they're going to do with number one just yet. It's two months out. There's, it just doesn't seem sensical that they would decide this early in the process after just having met some of these guys for the first time personally that they have any clue yet. They haven't even done their draft board yet, and you know that's about 250 to 300 guys, or then uh, they're going to slice that up and, and narrow it down, and that's not going to be done until two weeks before the draft, if then. So everyone's up in arms, you know, what the, they're going to go for Kyler. No, they're not. They haven't done anything yet. They're just they're doing their due diligence. It's smart. Build that value and that pickup. Um, make it worth a lot more than we all thought it, it was going to be because this is not one of those drafts where there's this ginormous consensus number one superstar. There's mm-hmm. a, a lot of guys who, who look good, who have potential, who might develop into something interestingly great. We just don't know. So I think that they're being smart, but trust me, guys, they don't know what they're doing yet. Doesn't that surprise me at yeah. all? I, I mean, for a copycat league, Bob, you you would think that the Cardinals as an organization, any organization, you realize that, listen, you traded up, you went and got a quarterback last year. Rookie seasons are never really uh, great for rookie right. quarterbacks. We start to see the progress in year two and three. But really, the whole point is build an offensive line, build the team from the inside out to the sidelines where right. the wide receivers are. I mean, it's a giant risk to go, all right, I got this as number one pick here. And instead of getting it on a difference maker uh, you know, on the defense, we're going to take a shot on a, another quarterback that may not work. I mean, that could set the franchise back years. Well, I mean, think of what they did when they with their coach. I mean, they, they took a giant leap of faith with Cliff Kingsbury, right? That's totally the opposite of what we, anyone thought they would do initially. And if the connection wasn't there between he and Kyler Murray, we wouldn't be having this talk. Mm. Uh, and the thing that gives, makes it more plausible, not only did they go outside the box in this coaching hire, uh, if you remember when Russell Wilson was, was drafted, a lot of teams didn't do their homework and they decided that size was the measurable that, that was going to be the do or die factor. Uh, and the Cardinals admittedly did not have Russell Wilson high anywhere on their draft board of quarterback possibilities, even though they were right in the middle of a, a dearth of not having anyone <clears throat> for a long time. 
they got lucky with Kurt Warner, they got lucky with Carson Palmer, but they had nothing going on. And Steve Kime to this day said it was a chicken bleep idea of me not to do it, that he didn't have the, quote, balls to pull that trade off. And he said, that'll never happen again. And that added more fuel to this fire when you add that with the soundbite of Kingsbury in October saying, if I had the number one pick, I'd take him right now. And that was gamesmanship then. And it, it just brings it all together and ties it up and, and has made this story uh, impossible to go away. Uh, the good news is Kyler Murray is going to go really high in this draft. And somebody, we're going to find out. And, and, and somebody might have big regrets about not drafting. So what is Is it March 13th is pro day? I believe that's the date, right? Yeah, it is. It's going it to be is. a circus well, in Norman. from Wednesday. It sure <laughs> is going to be, right? It could be a circus. At, as you stated, it's a damned if you do and damned if you don't. I get it, right. Joe. But, you know, we talked about this earlier in the week, too, Bob, which um, – you know, what difference does it make? Ooh, that he was he was he weighed that he his height was over five ten and the five ten one. I think because a lot of GMs can justify it after the fact and they're almost damned if they Without do, question. damned if they don't. Their owner, you left this kid on the board, he starts lighting it up like Mahomes. You left this superstar kid that ESPN talks about twenty four seven on the board. Uh, you yep. got to be kidding me. Or you took and, a chance. I think they're gonna err on the air of. I got to take this kid, and I'm not going to be the one to let him go. But it's all speculation. So let me ask you something that's substantive here about it's not speculation. It's your opinion on Josh Rosen. And Joe just brought it up. You can't judge mm-hmm. a quarterback after a year. He changed coordinators. Right. The coaching situation wasn't the best. It seemed – am I right to say that when Leftwich took over that Rosen you know, started to become more of an NFL quarterback? What did you see with Josh Rosen – and and I'll, I'll throw the the old third round rumor out there. But what's your take on Josh Rosen? Yeah, you know, look, he 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 had developmental issues because of the players he was playing around. He had no offensive line that had ten different starting line combinations, which is unheard of. Um, nobody lasted the year except for the rookie center who wasn't supposed to start, and was the only one that lasted the entire year. He had he could never get the running game going. He had no receiver help um, behind Larry Fitzgerald and another rookie, Christian Kirk. Nobody else. The tight ends didn't do jack. Play calling was atrocious. Um, they did lose games by uh, – they, they got blown out a few times. But for the most part, they were competitive. And Josh took too many steps backwards, not because of, of just him, but of the play calling, everything else I just said. Now, that being said, they do love the toughness he showed. He got hit an awful lot. He got up from every hit. He had a, he showed good body language when, in times of frustration when they got blown out by 30 or more a few times. Uh, he kept the, the stuff together. He, he, he became a leader. He was more vocal. Uh, some of the plays, you could see the talents there. But uh, like I said, he took too many steps backwards in the terms of is he an NFL quarterback? He he he's, he could be. He's going to be probably, yeah. But he just didn't take enough positive forward steps because of who he was playing with. And and I'm thinking, Bob, we could say the same thing about Jared Goff after year one, too, right? I mean, I, right. I think it's a, it's a very similar situation where everyone is screaming, well, Kingsbury's a system guy. He's got to get his guy. Well, you know, that Jared Goff was not Sean McVay's guy, but good coaches right. will find a way to make these guys productive. 
That's exactly right, and that's something that Cliff has said. He's not going to formulate the players to the scheme. He's going to formulate the scheme around the players. It all starts with them. He's said a number of things he likes about Josh. The intelligence factor, guys, can't be dissuaded here. This kid is incredibly smart. He asks the right questions. He's engaged. He's thoroughly engaged, um, almost ad nauseum when it comes to wanting to know why we're doing things this way. Every play, he won't call a play if he doesn't understand the concepts behind what it's what it's supposed to do, where where it spreads, where it what it leads to, and why then and now. And that's something that great quarterbacks do, and they study that, and they learn that. It's Peyton Manning uh, type of a, a mental skill set that this coaching staff is raved about with Josh. And and yet we don't know if he's going to be here. Is he worth more than a third round pick? You're damn right he is. Yeah. I don't get I don't get that garbage at all. You don't trade up five spots in last year's first round pick to a guy who's supposed to be the most NFL ready quarterback, and now you tell me a year later he's worth a third round pick. He's I, going if it, if they trade him and they're not going to guys, they're going to get a first round pick for Josh Rosen. I was kidding earlier. I, I don't own an NFL team. I don't have a draft pick, but I'd give a third round pick right now just to get Josh Rosen to be my co-host uh, along with Joe. It's gonna <laughs> cost, yeah, it's going to cost more than that. I know. Like if you're the New York Giants or something, you'd be like, yeah, sold. All right, let's go. Let's right. do this. Yeah. yeah, I'll jump in. Listen, we've only got two minutes here or a minute or something, but you raise a good point, Joe Ranieri, and Bob, I'll throw it to you as well, is that you talk about systems, and that's the biggest beef that I have with with coordinators that their offense will suck and then after they'll basically say wow the players aren't executing and you're giving them your book you're not you're not changing anything and you don't you're not running an offense that's tailor made to the talent that you have and as far as all the system is concerned I remember when Chip Kelly came into the NFL didn't didn't it seem like Bob oh my God Colin Kaepernick and Chip Kelly's system this is going to be yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it was Nick Foles that threw 27 touchdowns and two picks in, in his system. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, this form of offense has been integrated into the league for the last five to ten years in various forms and shapes and disguises. Uh, and, and that's something that it's going to be really curious to see just how much of an air raid this thing actually becomes. Every The sense I'm getting directly, and this is – public comments during interviews, not off the record. We're going to run the ball a lot more than anybody out there thinks. This is, the system isn't throw, throw, is throw. Dave, does, what does David Johnson have left? And we got 30 seconds Oh, he's here. got a lot left. Does he? Yeah, he's mm. got a lot left. He's got, I think this kid in this system is going to thrive. I'll go out and say it. I th- with Gurley's knee injury, I think this is going to be your pro bowl running back out of the NFC. I really believe that. I love him. All pro. All pro. He just couldn't get yeah, it going last year. Passes. It couldn't get yeah. him the ball. Well, he didn't have an offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> Ten offensive line didn't, didn't have a line at all. Yeah. Interesting. Thanks, Bob. Thanks mm-hmm. for the time. All right, guys. Thank you for Appreciate having me. Appreciate it. So he's saying that uh, David Johnson's going to be back in play next year for fantasy football players, too, because that's a big key. I mean, we're talking about somebody who's one of the best players in the NFL a couple of years ago, Joe and David Johnson. Not if they don't fix the offensive line. You can't do that if you're going to waste the first pick on on a new quarterback that's, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope he's tall enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? The, the beautiful thing is I have a feeling you and I are going to have more time to talk about Kyler Murray. <laughs> yes. I love the fact that he also says, uh, guys, trust me, they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've always said. I, I, I like his honesty with that, too, in the media. Yes. I hate that, too, when... 
You know, with the, the other day when Anthony Davis, oh, the Anthony Davis stuff. Oh, now Clay Thompson tells people that, oh, now he'll go to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I, because Clay Thompson I, got on the phone and called Windhorse at ESPN <laughs> and said, hey, I see Anthony Davis. I'm going to tell you my plans. <laughs> like yeah, you said, I say this too about teams in the draft. They don't know who they're taking. They don't know who they're taking 10 minutes before they take them sometimes. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Joe Ranieri. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, uh, Holly Robinson, Pete. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Another night, you're on your own. Later. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We wake up this morning and unfortunately we find out it's King Kong Bundy. Um, uh, what, what can you say about King Kong Bundy? One of my personal all-time uh, favorites, uh, Joe. Always loved King Kong Bundy. Dude's just a badass. 
I remember him and Andre the Giant always having those battles back in the WWE days with Jimmy Hart, and he always wore that same damn like onesie, uh, you know, suit that <laughs> That's he all had. All he could there. fit into <laughs> the black one. That was it, yeah. man. It was always that one that he choked people out with it. I mean, it was you know, Bundy was one of a kind, man. And also, from what I understand, off the out of the ring, like probably one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. Um. You know what? It turns out he's actually from New Jersey. He's from Atlantic City, mm. and um, you know, pretty, you know, quite the quite the wrestling resume uh, actually. Uh, King Kong Bundy wrestled in the main event of WrestleMania II in 1986, facing Hulk Hogan in a steel cage match mm. for the WWF Heavyweight Championship. And yeah, I remember in those days too. They remember they used to have the Saturday Night Main Event on NBC. Yes, and it would be on like maybe. I don't know, like once every, you know, three months or something like that, or I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it was once a month. I, you, know, I, you know, they had Saturday Night Live on, but you know, it was like once in a while, instead of SNL, it would be the Saturday Night Main Event, and it would always be from some cool theater or something. And uh, and King Kong Bundy used to like be one of the mainstays in those days. You know, what I mean, like if you had a big TV card. You had King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, you know Volkov and the Sheik. Like King Kong Bundy's right up there with uh, with all the true legends. And it's it's sad because you know, WrestleMania is actually in New Jersey this year at MetLife uh, Stadium, where the Giants and Jets play. And King Kong Bundy was set to appear there. That sucks. Like one last hurrah, man. You know, in his backyard, it's taken away from him. But the last time I saw King Bundy was. Um, uh, you're not going to believe this show is the halftime of a, a Montreal Alouette Canadian Football League game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like they love wrestling in Montreal, and um, <laughs> and the Alouettes, it's cool. Like their halftime show. Uh, there's Bobby the Brain and Mean Gene. They're all gone now, right? Yeah. Oh I, wow, he's got chills. They're I all gone. Heenan's those three. gone too. I think Heenan's gone also. Yeah, yeah Bobby the Brain recently. passed away. Yeah. They all yeah. Wow. And Bobby the Brain was awesome. 